Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. You can unmute yourself now. Yes, you can. Oh, okay. I was I was confused. I'm sorry. Yes. Y you are a confused man. Yes, yes, I am. Welcome, everybody, to, to episode uh, 69 of um, Movie Sucktastic. Yes. 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 Yes, uh, we're recording half an hour later than we should have because live stream apparently sucks. Uh... Well... <laughs> <laughs> I know the Procaster site that they we use. Well, it's actually software. So you can use the Procaster website, which um, I use past. Well, which yeah. we have used, but right. Uh, the Procaster software allows us to show uh, video in the background. It allows us a lot more freedom to do uh, to do things that we want to do. The one thing it doesn't allow us to do, apparently, is record audio. Uh, <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily. 
Oh, dude, what the fuck now? Uh oh. Oh, here we go. No. So basically, I can't I can't man the chat room while we're recording. So and if you're watching us now and you're in the chat room trying to get to us to talk, Joey can't because he's doing a bunch of things, and I can't because if I'm I go doing on lots of things. If if I go on the live stream room to do the chat room, um, it, we get a feedback even though I'm not playing the video. Explain yeah, that to me. Which is odd. And then it's, it's there's, so odd. there's this little arrow in the top of the chat window, which in theory, I guess you click the little arrow and it moves the chat room out of the website so you can use it. Right. In reality, what it does is it stays there and mocks you as you click it repeatedly. And so <laughs> I, so if you're in the chat room right now, I, I can't see what you're saying. So yeah. need Joey. So we can't use our chat room. No, no, we so you can't. Just, so we, we cannot answer any requests or anything through this. Um, if you go to, I can't even open up. I, I have no time. Yeah. You, you just have to watch and shut up. Sorry. <laughs> I just not, it's not our choice. I'm getting uh, errors trying to pull up the video for you, which is fantastic. What video? The little video that I get of you. I have it. So now you can't even show me on the show. Yeah, I can. I just have to, I'm going to have to do it this way. Yeah. Do it the old way. Yeah. The old way. Anyway, so it's not as nice looking as what uh, what everyone's used to, but whatever. Anyway, so right. welcome to Movies Sucktastic, where where <laughs> everything keeps falling apart slowly. Every well, episode. you know, it's partly it's partly my fault. No, no, it's a live stream's fault. Don't blame yourself. No, 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 it is partly my fault. No, don't I, blame yourself. I decided to do a massive overhaul of my computer, literally yesterday. Uh huh. I could have very well have done this. Tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. You're right. It's all your fault. I, I will take the blame for it tonight. Okay. So, so welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Episode 69. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Giggle, giggle. Ha, 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 ha. Now, now, I know we had talked about doing a, um, a, a 69 sex oral sex movies episode. Yes. I, I'm, I'm vastly under underprepared for that. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not ready for that. Okay. I, I, I can make some... I don't have time to think about sex. You know, lately, I, I really I get, don't, and I that's always, sad. I, well, there's, I, there's always time for thinking about sex, Joey. And I, you, you, I, you I, are you. You really, have, you have more time than me. I don't have more time. I'm just, I'm just better <laughs> at thinking about sex. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Now, I can, off the top of my head, give you uh, immediately right now three great moments of oral sex in movies. Brown Bunny. Personal favorites. Uh, I've not seen Brown Bunny, so I'm only talking about films I've seen. Oh, okay. I've seen the Brown Bunny, and I'll tell you, to see Chloe Sevigny, who is a top... What number yeah. was she? What's that? What number is she? What do you seven? Mean, number seven? Yeah. What does that mean? She's Chloe Seven? Chloe Sevigny. Sevigny? It's, it's like S-E... How many years? V i n g y or something like that. I I don't remember how it's. So spelled. she's just, so she has seven knees. Mm-hmm. Okay. She needs all those knees. <laughs> What's the face? <laughs> no face. I don't know what, what you're talking what, about. What is the face? <laughs> Continue. You've seen Continue. the movie. You can anyway, just... it, it's to see That's such the first... a such a top scale actress who can actually act, who. Eventually, will get nominated for an Oscar. She might even have been nominated already. I think she might have to do a full, full like blow job scene. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it just 
smile. I mean, you could tell in the scene that she's probably high or buzzed just to, just to get through the scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, really. Uh, and I don't know how, um, what the hell is his name? Uh, Fr- not Franco. Anyway, I forget his name. He's very forgettable. But he was able to talk her into doing the scene. And one of my all-time favorites, just because it's so real. Mm-hmm. You, you can watch porn any day of the week, and it's okay. That's what they're paid to do. That's what yeah. they enjoy doing. But to get an actress like Chloe to go ahead and do something like that, you don't see that every day. Now, they made a big deal about that at the time because it was the first, like, real movie that have like a hardcore sex scene in it supposedly or yeah it was, or, or, it was or that only explicit, the oral that, scene yeah that explicit yeah. of an oral scene right and uh i mean to completion no mm-hmm. like money shot but in my opinion what made it more real was the fact you didn't see it okay i can go with that all right that's that, I, I felt that made it that fit that made it more just just as real just as real of a scene I, I would refer you to the uh, the film um, Brain Damage. Uh, with Bill Pullman? Different brain oh, damage. No, different brain damage. Okay. Uh, we're, we're talking about, oh, that's a Frank Henlotter film, isn't it? Not sure. The, the whole film basically uh, revolves around a, a, a brain parasite uh, with a British accent by the name of Elmer. <laughs> and... Well, no, it's true. And, and and what he does is he he finds a host and he attaches to the back of their head and shoots this euphoric uh, chemical into their brains. Okay. And in the exchange, the people go out and find him fresh human uh, brains to eat. Ah. So it's it's, it's a kind of a paras- uh, symbiotic relationship. Um, it's by the same guy that did uh, Basket Case and Frankenhooker. Okay. Frank, I'm right. I'm, I'm correct. Frank Henenlotter. Okay. So, and, and there's one famous scene in it. It was famous at the time because you couldn't, because it was cut out and you couldn't get it except on bootlegs. And even now, I think you have to get the special edition DVD, which I still don't have a copy of. Um, and and I've had no luck finding it. There's a scene where where the character, the lead character, uh, Rick Hurst, okay. as uh, Brian brain brian get it he uh, he can't he's, yeah. he's he yeah. gets a prostitute he finds a prostitute and he's gonna get her for elmer and so she goes down him in, in, in an uh, alley and when she opens his fly the parasite comes out of his fly and into her mouth and, like, oh you know eating what? her brain that way and you and there's actually like and so they actually have her moving back and forth in the uncut scene like she's giving a blowjob when actually this thing's devouring it's, her brain from within so it's it. it's a really cool scene you, you know what very realistic i i've seen bits of that movie mm-hmm. but what what reminded me <clears> of that is the fact that there is a video compilation uh dvd that that is just circling the internet called video armageddon Mm-hmm. It's in that. Yeah. And I remember the night we watched it, you pointed it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this movie. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And if anybody uh, doesn't know about Video Armageddon, I highly recommend uh, downloading that. Yeah. You can find it just about anywhere. Torrance is probably the most popular because it is just a, you know, an underground mm. um, mixtape uh, DVD style. And if you can find brain damage anywhere, it's the best horror film featuring a brain parasite that speaks with a British accent you'll ever see. <laughs> anywhere. 
anywhere. Any any, any other uh, oral sex movies come to mind for you? Off the top of my head. Come um, on. All right, let's go back to our childhood. How about Police Academy? Ah, yeah, in the in the podium, the podium, the podium scene. I, I just like to do it in weird places. Oh, why didn't you say so? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Best, best. Uh, and and you know what? What I always found funny about that scene as a kid in 1984, mm-hmm. I knew exactly what that was. Right. And that I knew one day. That I would look forward to the same thing. Okay, that's just creepy. What? Um, Why is that creepy? I'm I'm eight years old. old. Eight years old. You shouldn't be looking forward to that. Hey, uh, early bloomer. I just early bloomer. I just I wasn't gonna say it. You said it. Well, and again, that that time period, you know, as kids with cable television, we're watching these films that really weren't meant for children. Oh yeah. And Police Academy was like a hard R comedy, and it it really was. You know, raising a bunch of kids our age at the time. Absolutely. And I was probably like ten, around ten o'clock, ten or so when that was out. Yeah, I, I was eight, and the podium scene happens, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "That's awesome." Any other films <laughs> come to mind, sir? Uh, let's Sex. see. Come on, give me at least one more. One more. <sighs> oh, come on, Joey. I'll give uh, you another one. How about Reanimator? Y- yes, but it's in the it's the reverse. It's the severed head, right? It's still oral sex. It's the severed yeah, head. No, 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 no. I know. I, I was thinking for whatever reason. I, w- I was thinking corpse. female on male. Well, that that's the preferable yeah. way. No, it's it's a it's a disembodied corpse taking the head and right. going down on the girl. They actually describe it in uh, American Beauty. He tells the kid while they're in the back. Yes. Talk about the film. Yeah, cla- you know, classic movie. Oh, Great. yeah. And yeah, I mean, now two of the three films I pointed out are horror films, so that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't show well for you. And in both cases, there was like death involved. So. Uh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I roll. I mean, you could go another another uh, type of uh, of yeah. well, actually, just La Blue Girl. You ever see La Blue Girl? Oh, Jesus. anime. Years like ago, wow! Uh, what was it dubbed? Monster porn? Yes, yeah, like the Rodasuka Daji. Yeah, that whole yeah, thing with and, and exploding the biggest, penises. Explo- yeah, and and the thing, the reason why was because it's illegal there to do regular straight stuff. So they had to do like these monsters with with right. giant penises, you know, yeah, destroying they, these little an, uh, anime girls' vaginas. Yeah, they they, they MacArthur the real stuff, so they had to they have to do it in the fake yeah. animation. Yeah. So that was a big one in the early nineties. Now, see, now there's an example. Uh, when you get these uh, religious groups and these family groups that want to ban pornography in America, right. you look at you look at the Japanese stuff where they, they outlawed it. So even in, a, in like a hardcore porn film, they digitize out any genitalia because you can't want, look at that. They now yeah. have grown men marrying pillowcases with pictures of anime girls on them because they fall <laughs> in love with these anim, animated characters because they had to resort to animation for porn. Wow. I mean that's that's, that, that's what happens that's, to your culture when you that's what happens to your culture when you outlaw pornography that everyone goes deranged. You need pornography. You need it. It's that's, essential. That's fucking crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. It's true. It, it's fucking stupid. Is what it really you, is. It I is. Mean, I mean, it, imagine they want to take away pornography. What, what's what are the odds? Thank God Santorum dropped out. He's one of those people. Did you? Yeah. 
You're trying yeah. to don't, don't don't outlaw violent video games and abortion and ex, uh, not abortion. I'm sorry, that's a different topic. Don't outlaw um, violent video games and masturbation and expect society not to crumble into chaos. Those two things are the glue that holds this country together right now. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want and 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 uh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's why. That's why. Yeah, Rada Sukadaji. Exploding Sukadaji. Exploding penises. There you go. Uh, all right. But then, so, you know, off the top of my head, I got three. Yeah, uh, I got two. Well, I got three. I got three myself. So. Well, I'll I'll let you slide with La Blue Girl. La Blue Girl. Uh, <laughs> do we want to go ahead and do the top ten? Yes, please. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and do the top ten. You're not playing the music, right? Yes, I am. Okay. All right, I know. One of these days, I should, I'm going to tell you I am, but not. <laughs> I, I don't think I can It'll make, make for interesting video. I don't think I can make it look any more silly. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> um, uh, so, so, so what, what was new in the box office this weekend, this past weekend, sir? Well, if you don't mind, do you want me to put up the top ten over your face? As long as we don't keep it up there for more than a minute or two, sure. Okay, fine. So that's what I'm going to go ahead and do. Okay. And there we go. So okay. First, yeah, so what was the what, what do we have what do we have what do we have? What do we have? Do you want to know what was new? Yes. Okay. There's only three new movies. Okay. And that was Lockout at number 9. It made 6.2 million, and that saddens me. Uh-huh. Because this looks like a really good film. I mean, it really does look like a very good film, and the fact that it debuts at nine, makes six point two million, it's gone in a week or two. It just it's gone, and I, I think it's a shame. The only thing the only thing that's good about it is we'll get it on DVD and Blu-ray faster. Yeah, I mean, it's a Guy Pierce film. I'll see it. Yeah, and it looks he looks great. Uh, he looks like he's just going to be a great anti-hero, funny. You know, dramatic where he needs to be, but for the most part, he's just a wise ass. It just—it looks. He just is looks great know, in it. And you know, I—I I, I really I, I like the fact that it's a ripoff of um, Escape from New York in space. Yeah, I, I like That's, that because thank God they're not doing a sequel. Thank yeah. God they're, they're not doing a remake. Because you know what? It's a cool idea. Let's change it to something ludicrous like the space thing and do that. Right. Great, wonderful. Run with it. At least Although, not. They're not but, doing a sequel right now, but, but yeah, Escape from New York. It was slated. It something happened. But hopefully, Gerard uh, Carpenter, Butler was supposed to be Snake. That's and, and that's that was why, right after the three hundred fame. So that's why I'd, I'd rather they do this. I'd rather they rip off the idea, do it again. Right. If it's just for entertainment, if we're just looking to have fun, I mean, they did it all the time. Exploitation era. They, you know, in, in Carpenter's era, you rip off the same idea over and over again. He's done it to himself. Right. As oh, long yeah. as it's done well and it's fun, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know, I only get I only get fed up with the uh, movies that rip off other movies when they they all of a sudden they get this huge hype behind them as being kind of deep or uh, special, like the Hunger Games. Right. That's when I get annoyed. When all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is great. This is a uh, iconic. So, yeah. It's it's a, it's a rip off. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's a blatant ripoff. Only the difference is now it's acceptable because it's it's some teen author. It's a what? Teen author. Uh, oh adult, yeah, young, yeah, young adult author. Sorry. Yes. Exactly. But yeah, so I mean, this is great. I love. I, by all means, re- redo it. Yeah, I agree. 
And I can't wait to see it. I'm very, very stoked about seeing yeah. it. Yeah. The other new film in the number three slot was The Cabin in the Woods. And that made $14.7 in its debut. I'm debating trying to actually see that in a theater this weekend. I keep hearing. Yeah. And it's what I like to do anyway, so it's not a big deal that I keep hearing it. Not to watch any videos, trailers, read anything about it. Just go see it. I saw that one trailer, and I was like, I'm not watching anymore. Yeah, yeah, I really get that. I, I saw the one trailer that they released, the very, very first one, and that, you're right, that's it. I haven't looked at anything new, not even TV spots. Like already, I know too much. I yeah. already know too much. I already, you know, I'm already not going to this film... 100% blind, Yeah, which I envy the people that maybe are being dragged to this film, haven't seen absolutely zero, and come out and go, wow, or... Maybe they didn't see something coming, or they just they just go in blind. It's like when I went to go see The Usual Suspects without knowing anything about it. Oh, yeah. You yeah, walk you're... out of the theater after seeing that film, and you're like, excellent, yeah, nice. No, no one says to you, wait for the twist ending. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, right, you exactly. You know, that's, that's what ruins all these films. But, if you're looking for a twist ending, you can figure it out. The, 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 the joy is watching a film play as a natural narrative without trying to guess second guess it right and then just letting the film happen and and yeah but i, I wouldn't i mean the, the drive-in the, they'll probably end up showing it the drive-in once the drive-in opens this this uh summer oh that's cool i, I may hold out for that but uh I, well I, i'm afraid uh, i'm afraid i'm not gonna like it but i want to give it a shot yeah i definitely want to give it a shot yeah absolutely what else we got uh and the number two film which is new is the Three Stooges, and that came in at seventeen million. Ah, uh, yeah. I am read. I, I'm curious to read reviews about this because I, I I hope that most critics feel the same way I do about it. And usually, right. I don't I don't look for critics to be rational, but we we need they need to say something that this is. Well, I, I again in the, in the trailers alone, you have to commend the actors for being spot on. It's a fucking they're raping the careers of these three guys oh, yeah. oh, who, yeah. who who created these personas uh and i mean i, I i'm sure that they've already gotten clearance from the estates oh yeah. uh, i'm sure i'm sure money's changing hands on that part it's, i'm sure it's not just a blind ripoff so they're making money off of it well and you it's, know when it's it's despicable it's like it's just it really dis- is it's disgusting that, and and at yeah. one point when sean penn was attached you know they're thinking oscar they're thinking, let's document their lives, uh, the way no one's seen it before, the way they came from nothing, the way they, you know, they grew up poor, you know, they, they were, uh, you know, grew up Jewish and, and were ridiculed. It, you know, it just, it was going to be this type of film, a docudrama, as they like to call it. And Sean Penn is attached, so you know Oscar is going to be buzzing about. And somehow, some way, that got thrown out the window. And this was born. This was birthed out of that. I, you know, and I have to bring it up again. Brain donors. Yeah. Nine, oh yeah. Complete. They took the they took the spirit of the Marx Brothers. They they remade a Marx Brothers film, but they created three completely new characters in the spirit of the original Marx Brothers. Did not reuse one joke. Didn't reuse one. Just to reuse like the the basic concept, the idea, the theme, and all original material. And it felt like a different movie. It didn't feel like, oh, hey, this is the Marx Brothers. It felt like 
we're paying homage to them by doing something that's not just us reusing right. their material. You know, they're, they're not going to stop into the viaduct routine. And there, it's I, I know there's not much more you can do with the Three Stooges, but for the love of God, do we? Are we really? This is this film shows how low Hollywood's come to where nothing is sacred. Oh nothing. yeah, I think the they art, even have uh, some Jersey Shore characters in it too. Yes, yeah, Snooky. Yeah. Is it just Snooky, or is there a couple of others? I don't know. I, I only saw Snooky in the trailer. It's so I, stupid. It's the only person I know from the Jersey Shore because of all the media. I can't. I, oh yeah, and South Park and. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm done with South Park. Um. I still enjoy South Park, but I'm not saying it's that's, bad. I'm that's just a done different with it. show. I, I just, yeah. Well, I, I can understand how someone would just be like, okay, I, I it's know. well made. It's it's relevant. You know, it, it stays on well, topic. That's why I think it stays funny. People I can understand saying, someone walking away from it and saying, okay, I'm done. Yeah, uh, but I, I get it. Th this film is 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 a an insult to the life of the artist, uh, from an era where. I mean, the, the artist meant something, right? Oh, and yeah. it doesn't anymore. And this, this is like just, it's just another nail in the coffin. This is it. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Want, I, I, I could just go on and on, so I'm going to stop. But it's and, and I think the only and, and we've I mentioned this see before. It. I will I'll see it. See it. I have to see it because no matter what, those guys are so dead on. I want to see it just for that. Yeah, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't exist. Agreed. And, and <laughs> Agreed. Um, I, I think, I think we mentioned this once before, I think the only redeeming factor to this movie is how good all three characters actually portray the, the Hollywood uh, mm -hmm. Three Stooges. How, the original Three Stooges, yeah. I mean, you know, it, or that's what I, that's what I meant. The original Three Stooges, specifically the guy that plays Curly, he, he doesn't say look like him a lot. He's a little bit, um... I don't want to say in shape, but mm -hmm. he's definitely bigger. You could tell he's he's a just a big guy, right? But he nails the voice, and the face is almost there. The guy that but, plays Mo, uh, Larry, yeah, he looks a lot like Larry. The hair is right, and his voice is just about perfect. No, it, it's it's a great job of mimicking, uh, mimicking the 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 uh, voices and mannerisms of three very talented people. Who made a career off of being talented, right? And all they're doing is making a career out of mimicking somebody who had talent. And I initially and, thought that the guy that played Larry was the older brother from the TV show Blossom, the one that was the junkie who got okay. sober. And I looked it up, and it's not him, even though it looks just like him. So unless he changed his name, it ain't him. I I, I missed Blossom. I would have put a money bet on it. So I, that's I, I, that's the older brother from Blossom, and it turned out to not be him. And let me, let me guess, um, number one in, in the box office, of course, is... Uh, the Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and pick a finger list. I'll read them off real quick. Okay. And we'll go ahead and just we'll pick one. So at number 10 is The Lorax. Right. Lockout, 21 Jump Street, Mirror Mirror, Wrath of the Titans, American Reunion, Titanic 3D, The Cabin in the Woods, The Three Stooges, and The Hunger Games. Titanic 3D. Titanic 3D? Yes. Yeah, I gotta go with you. Titanic 3D. Uh, after having just watched Titanic. Yeah. Having to watch that in 3D where... And I'll pull up uh, on, our, on our Facebook page. Um, a couple of people responded. 
they knew we were doing Titanic. A couple of people responded. Um, and I'll just read their comments when we, when we actually review the film. But the 3D doesn't belong in this movie. It wasn't filmed in 3D, so it just... It's, it's, it's wrong on so many levels to re-release it, mm-hmm. but then to re-release it in 3D... On the 200th anniversary, oh, oh, and of course the the um, they release footage never released before of bodies on the on the ocean floor on the 200th anniversary it has nothing to do with the fact that it coincides with the release of the film. Yes. No, it's no. just the 200th anniversary. I'm sure they didn't weasel that out of there because that was never released ever before. 200th? You mean 100th? You that's what I meant. 100. Okay. <laughs> 100th anniversary. Very good. And, I mean, they've had this photo- photograph, I, they, I think they said since the 80s, right. uh, but they were just holding on to it for something special occasion. Uh, and, and it happened to be the 100th anniversary of the death of a lot of people, not the the box office breaking film that they had to re- release in 3D because they needed to squeeze more blood out of that fucking stone. Uh, I see. I Sorry. see. No, Sorry. no, that's that's okay. Um, but yeah, obviously the 3D doesn't, doesn't, I think everyone knows the 3D doesn't belong there. If if you paid to see the film in 3D and you've already seen the film before, slap yourself <laughs> hard. You deserve yeah. it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So yes, I I, I do. Here, Stop me... watching the hockey game. No, they're doing very well right now. Uh, Plus I'm, sure they are. I'm sure they I'm, are. I'm very I'm very happy. Are you reading another thing off the Facebook? I muted that motherfucker. Why did that are, even pop up? Are you choosing uh, another? You, so you chose Titanic as your finger list too? Yes, I did. Okay. I sure did. So we're good. We are good. Right. All right. I, yes, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm stalling for time because I'm setting up the commercials. <laughs> oh, oh! You should. You should have given me a wink and a nod or something. Oh, that's right. I can't see you. Well, you could if your bandwidth was better. Fuck you. <laughs> No, fuck, I'm sorry, fuck Verizon. No, no, Verizon rules. And now, so, of course, as we discussed last week, we're going to review Tank, and then uh, that'll be it for the show. Tank. I tank. like that. I like that. Tank. 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 That's what we're reviewing, right? Yeah, that is what we're reviewing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to break. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to review Tank. Or yes. Ti- or Titanic, as it's really called. No, no, Tank. Tank. I'll, I'll, I'll see you after the break. Okay. Very good. Are you home alone can. tonight? Got no one to cuddle? Urgent. Urgent for some connection. Don't worry. Daddy ain't gonna hurt you. Just tune in Movie Sucktastic. Give us a call at 908-514-4470. Tell us what bad movies have been tickling you. Just call after dark. We lack it that way. I like to do this on dates. I I meet the girl at the front door like Nicolas Cage. (sighs) (laughs) You're so sexy. You, you, you smell so delicious. <laughs> are, 
are, are, are you hungry? Uh, I know a great Chinese place where, where, where we can have duck. <laughs> or we, we can go back into your apartment and, and kiss so much <laughs> that, that I'll kiss your face off. Sometimes it works, too. <laughs> Titanic is back. Digitally upgraded with new 3D motion field technology. I'm the king of the world! <laughs> you can feel the action. Now, with more monsters and an up-to-date soundtrack. in cooperation with George Lucas. Drop your weapon! Maybe it's another drill. J.J. Abrams. And Michael Bay. Titanic Super 3D coming soon. life's a gift, and I don't intend on wasting it. You never know what hand you're going to get dealt next. You learn to take life as it comes at you. When the ship docks, I'm getting off with you.
<laughs> we are back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Oh, yeah. That's fucking creepy as shit. I had the video down and everything. Yeah, I had the video down. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking for a little head. It's the right episode. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's that there you go. shot right there. <laughs> Where's the rest of her? <laughs> uh, the, the authorities are still looking. In the crawl space, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and and. Um, uh, but yeah, I had the video tucked away while I was playing trailers and everything, and I come back, and that's the first thing I see. So, in the beginning, that's genuine. When I. First out, that's just total genuine. I, I, I can tell when you're genuine. Oh, yeah. Um, um, so, let's review Tank. Tank. I got to bring this up, dude, because I just watched this last night. Do you remember last Tank? Night. Do you remember I, Tank? The movie I'm, Tank. The movie Tank. James Garner, 1984. Oh, that was the one with Eddie Murphy? No. No, wait a minute. Well, what the hell am I thinking of, then? You're, you're, you're thinking of uh, Best Defense. Best, well, right, that had a tank in it. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm talking about. Uh, you know what? It does sound familiar, and James I. Gar it's, it's a I remake. Just don't of, know why. It's a remake of the of the '70s film. What if they threw a war and nobody came? It's James Garner plays a. Uh, I forget what it, it's like. Sergeant Major General, whatever. Uh, he's on a military base in Georgia, and okay. he has he owns his own tank. His family moves down there. One son's dead. The other one's with him, and he uh, one night and everyone loves the guy. He's a great guy. So one night, James Garner, uh, he, he can't handle the disco music in the uh, on-base bar, so he goes to a local bar out of town. Mm -hmm. And if you watch these films from the 70s and 80s, and they're notorious for the townspeople not liking the military people. And so the deputy sheriff uh, um, starts slapping around a prostitute that he was hanging out with, who's the girl that played Chrissy in the later seasons of Three's Company. And okay. and the, and the, um, the assistant sheriff, or deputy sheriff is james cromwell my favorite second tier actor okay and the tall lanky guy and he uh so he starts slapping the prostitute around james garner jumps to the defense of the prostitute and, right. and beats the snot out of him and then the local sheriff who's played oh and what's his name again because he is awesome it's um he just died last year gd gd spradlin oh okay he played the president at the end of um uh um long kiss goodnight he He's more evil than um, than uh, Hank Azara in um, Roadhouse. He's fucking. Wait, 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 wait. What did you call him? Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In, in Roadhouse, he's more evil than him. It's fucking amazing. He starts off with just like the like the, the manipulative sheriff, right? And he finds out that this deputy sheriff's been beat up by a, a military guy. First thing he does is they go to the prostitute. Who's he's running? Because he runs prostitutes. He's the sheriff of this Georgia town. He's evil fuck. He makes her strip down and then spanks her with his belt. Oh, really? Right. <laughs> then he goes to the military base, try to get James Garner. And the, the black sergeant there who knows him, he calls him Sambo. Sambo. Halfway, he's like talking to him. And like the kind of thing where his veil threats each other. And all right. of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just throws a Sambo out. He's like, wait a minute. You can't do that. <laughs> so, huh. Hold on. It gets better. He say like he... So the sheriff, um, and, and since he can't get uh, James Garner, he gets his son, who is C. Thomas Howell. You, uh. gotta, you gotta love a C. Thomas Howell film in the 80s. 
Right. So he plants marijuana in C. Thomas Howell's locker, arrests him, bribes James Garner for $10,000, and tells him, just bring me the money. Don't go getting a Jew lawyer. <laughs> I, wow. almost, I almost did a spit take. It's like, <laughs> he just keeps throwing this shit out. Say, like, you know, one of them Jew lawyers. Like, did he just say Jew lawyer? <laughs> the, you know what? I think he did. What You're happened? breaking up on me. What happened? You, what's going on? Is that better? No. What's going on? Uh, I'm just f futzing with the video to try and get you in the shot with, with uh, Titanic. There we go. We're good now. We're good now? Yeah, I was getting feedback from whatever you were doing. Oh. So, so then when he when, but then the wife doesn't believe him. So she gets a, a Jew lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and then so the sheriff tells him, "Yeah, I'll take the ten thousand, but now your son's still going to jail, and I, the ten thousand will guarantee his safety. I can't guarantee he ain't gonna get raped. <laughs> but I can raped. Like, you gotta be a fucking kid. It's just, it's just he's just the evilest son of a bitch. So, and and, and then of course in the second half of the film. He takes his tank and breaks the sun out, and then they, they travel cross-country to get out of the state because the state's run by a, a madman. This sounds so familiar. It's, it was I, big. I think I've seen it. I, I think I've oh, seen it. You definitely saw the trailers. It was big when it came out in 84. Everyone right. was – I think it, it came in fourth in the box office opening weekend. It only made like $11 million, but that's back in the 80s. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. No, that's um, not bad for an 80s film, sure. But the weird thing was it got an R rating, and they appealed it. And when you watch it at first – there's literally there's one fuck in the film. Okay. I think uh, and then there's a, there's a couple of goddams and then a sprinkling of Jesus Christ and then a, a Jew lawyer and a sambo. Uh, and but he's just every time every like every time the sheriff appears he says something that just makes you like really you really were gonna push it that far. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And um, they appealed it and got a PG instead of okay. the R. And it's really weird that they didn't get an R. I just had to bring it up because that was, you know, it's like a flashback to the 80s. And, and just, it's like that kind of weird thing where it's like a kid's film, but you're talking about prostitution and right. and people being raped in prison. But the kids want to see it because, you know, he's driving a tank around town. Well, I'll tell you. I And we brought it up last week, too. And it, I think I had, when we talked about the Hunger Games, I think the 80s were, they were a little more lenient with the MPAA. The MPAA was more lenient with the... Excuse me. I just think they were. They 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 were and they weren't. Uh, well, they were at first because they didn't horror films. They were leaning up for part of the eighties. So they didn't know what horror films were. Right. And they weren't really hip on it. So uh, in the early days of the eighties, uh, a lot of horror films squeezed by. The first uh, the thirteenth got through with an R rating. And and when you watch it now, it never would have made it because there was a lot of blatant gore. Sure. And oh, yeah. a lot of those horror films slipped through, and then once they realized what was happening, they, they like hit the brakes on that and rained back real hard, and then it became impossible to get any kind of violence in a horror film out there. Right. And then, of course, you had the double standard because you had more violence in action films than you did in horror films at that point, but the action films got a go-ahead. You know, just the kind of stuff that uh, directors like Ridley Scott blatantly uh, take advantage of, and then they piss and whine about it when they when it doesn't work their way anymore. Yeah, true, true. Whiny bitch. Uh, but <laughs> I just had to bring it up because it's great, and it reminded me. And this was, this is on streaming on um, Netflix. Okay. And it reminded me of another film, which just happens to also be on Netflix from the '80s. I think it's early '70s. You know, it's probably '80s. Called Harry's War. And I have to go back and watch it. Oh I, yeah, Harry's War. I remember, I remember that, that, right? Oh and yeah. And it's all about how evil the IRS is. Yeah. 
because he ends up like waging war with the IRS because his grandmother like has all these old military uh, relics in her, and so he pretty much blockades the house and and like shoots IRS agents and stuff. Right, right. <laughs> this wonderful time in the eighties where it was actually cool to hate your government and hate your hate the police and everything. Still kind of cool. <laughs> I had to bring them up because you know I, I want I try to keep a little more current sometimes with the movies I'm watching because I forget to bring them up and and you, if you get a chance to go back and watch Tank Man, uh, oh, I'm definitely I'm gonna revisit it. I mean yeah. and and and, and the, the wife is uh, Shirley Jones plays the wife from the Partridge Family. Oh Band. Shirley Jones. Yeah, she's like she's like in bed with the nighty on. Whoa, <laughs> oh. it's one of those films where if, when you watch it now, literally every ten minutes you're like, oh he's in this. Oh, oh, he's in the, It's just like everybody, even like people you can't even place right away. Right. Ah, oh, Tank. Tank. The only thing I, I and they should. I wish they'd remake Tank. Only make it more violent. Like in 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 the remake, modern day remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should actually sleep with the prostitute. The son should actually be a drug dealer. But but the sheriff d- just oversteps the line, so he takes a tank. And instead of just like crushing cars and destroying buildings, he right. should actually be like cutting people in half with the machine. <laughs> <laughs> if you cross Tank with Rambo, right? Not not First Blood, but Rambo, the last one, right? Cross those two, you've got a great like cult action film now, like '90s exploitation. I'd see that. I'd see that in a heartbeat. Sure. Yeah. And the tagline could just be "One man, one justice, one big fucking tank." <laughs> All they'd have to do is put a little asterisk in there, and they could get away with put "fucking" on the poster. I, I think we got. I think they got to start pushing that. I need, think they need to start pushing it where you know fuck should be allowed. Oh yeah, I, and I'm, you know, and you know what? What's funny is movies that are pushing the boundaries, and uh, like the raid. Oh, you, you're not seeing that here. I mean, it's coming out. It was filmed in 2011, but we're I, just hearing about it now. Oh, uh, no, yeah. and instead. But, but it's okay. It's okay if the violence is uh, melodramatic. It's okay if we have uh, teenagers talking about killing each other uh, if, if they couldn't hold themselves back right. uh, in a romance. It's okay that they have like uh, the Hunger Games thing going now because it's all dramatic and we have it's a big budget and and it, it's it's pretty young kids that we can feel good about. And yeah. all of a sudden it, it's acceptable. But when it's happening in our exploitation films, in our horror films, the messages are still there. But just because it's a bit grittier and darker, suddenly we can't do it. This whole we've homogenized violence to the point that we're accepting it in mainstream media. Oh yeah, and it's it's not even considered violence. Twilight, I I drink I drink your blood right now. You know if I could, that's how much you know. That's, uh, like he's he's telling her he, I, I I would I would love to kill you right now. <laughs> and, and, but I love you so much. Right, and it's just going over people's heads. And then the Hunger Games, and, and everyone, let, me, let me tell you something. The Hunger Games, kids are killing each other, and the big thing people flip out when they see the movie is, wait, I didn't think that was a black girl. Why'd they put a black girl in there? Holy <laughs> fuck, really? No, no, I know. I did read those posts, and from what I understand, she was black in the book. Yeah, we discussed that last episode. But yeah. it's their racism goes so deep that they couldn't even tell. But it's just <laughs> we're, we're not we're like immune to the violence, and I hate to start sounding like. Uh, like Dr. Laura Schlesinger, one of, or one of these, what? Curmudgeon? No, no, I'm, I, I hate to sound like, like Michael Medved or something, where, where it's like, oh, Hollywood could just make family films and get away with it. I'm not against violence in the films, but we've, we've, we've turned it into, right. and you know what? I'm going to stop there, because some of that comes into play in Titanic. Yeah, true. But, so, 
uh, I use tank as as like a an opener to go into Titanic because they're so similar. <laughs> Are they? So yeah. So so um. My challenge—that uh, wasn't really my challenge because uh, we got it out of the challenge role for a little bit. Yeah, now. how how are we doing that? We're like next week we're going to cover um, I think the blockbuster. It, yeah, I think we're going to start covering the blockbusters that we're working on in the book, just to okay. get them out there and, and get a feel for what we're working on and 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 also you know we did the challenges for a while and I like that and I think it's good, right. but I want to I want to switch gears for a bit and try this and then once this gets old we'll switch gears again. We'll keep the format fresh. Okay. What the what are you doing? <laughs> Why nothing? Your anyway, video is so bad right now. Is it? Yeah, and you're way out of sync too. I, I blame you. Don't blame me. Uh, uh, what? Okay. Do I need to pick next week's film? Because, I mean, there's the obvious one. Avatar. We've done Avatar. No, 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 not Avatar. We we have done Avatar. I was thinking more along the lines of maybe King Kong. Yeah, we can revisit King Kong. The only problem with King Kong is yeah. we're, we're 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 doing two three hour movies back to back. That's fine, but this, do that's we want one... that much pain? Well, that's part of the problem too. Is that and I'm not rewatching King Kong because I've saw I saw it uh, twenty thirty times when I wrote my article for uh, Monster Rally. I. We'll actually watch it again because I did only see it the one time. See, I, I, I've got. I didn't need to watch out. Titanic. I really didn't. I've seen I this did. movie so many fucking times. I've never seen it all the way through before. Oh, really? Really? I oh. sat through a three, and I did not fast forward, sir. I sat through three and a half hours of complete shit. Yeah, you missed. You missing out. I, I so wasn't. <laughs> There's a scene in, uh, in Titanic right now where they're on the boat with Bill Paxton. With yeah. His, I'm. I'm not in my late thirties haircut. <laughs> oh, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about the opening with Bill Paxton. Okay. All right. If it's, this is it, such it, it, okay, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. The opening of this film is essentially the opening of every National Geographic. We're gonna go down to the bottom of the ocean and look at Titanic bullshit. Right. And James Cameron, I don't think he started it with this movie, but he definitely resurged it with this movie. Where they've probably had 20 Titanic specials since this movie has come out. And it's just, they're all delving to the bottom of the fucking ocean to look at this goddamn ship. And With the little fucking, uh, the little propelled cameras right. going in and out, in and out, because it's the only way they can do it. But this is after Cameron spends how many years doing actual footage, like filmings of the Titanic, and doing his own little documentaries about it. Right. And, and so... All of a sudden, he's like, oh, well, I could make a Titanic movie and we'll do it about that. It's like, oh, that's good. Okay. So he went into that. And somehow, like, oh, I have a good, a good idea. Let's bookend the movie with a, um, you know, a treasure hunter guy who's filming the treasure, filming the Titanic. And he's going in there and he's looking around. And through the story, he, he learns about the story behind the people. And right. how narcissistic and self serving is the Bill Paxton role and whole bookending of this movie. It's yeah. James Cameron doing James Cameron. It's him like putting, he's putting himself in the fucking film. No, you're right. And it's, it's just, I mean, for, for, for and, and you know what, if he didn't go on to do, I could how many fucking specials of Titanic after Titanic, when he wasn't making movies anymore, Maybe I would say, well, maybe you're being too hard on him, but the fact that's no. exactly... No, no, no. Let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the fact that he went and did all of those things, the nail couldn't have been hit harder on the head 
than what you just said right now because it, it is 100% true. And, well, and all I was saying is if he didn't go off and do, you know, all of that, let's say he continued to make movies. Right. You might have just said, you know what, Bill Paxton is James Cameron, and I would have said, okay, I can see that, but, you know, maybe not. But the fact that he did God knows it, how many fucking side projects of him yeah, it, jumping down to the bottom. The fact that he went down to the bottom of the ocean for Avatar 2 proves your point, you know, 15 years later. Right. So... Yeah, he's it's 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 so self-conscious, and it, it and he even right. has to give it the little arc where where Bill Paxton ends and says, I, you know, I was down there all the time, and I just didn't take it in. And then you read interviews where Cameron says, oh, you know, I go down there and I and I become emotionally involved with it. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I mean, do you do you get that emotion involved when you walk by the Twin Towers or all the people that were there? No, because you can't take a camera crew down there and film a documentary, fucker. Do you get that emotionally involved when you when you drive? Because I'm sure 2,000 people have died on the, the fucking L.A. highway, whatever one that you're driving on that way, that are your your helicopters flying over you rich fuck i mean yeah do yeah do do, do you really become that overwhelmed or is it just you're so wrapped up in yourself being this 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 character that you 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 believe your own bullshit i don't buy it it's it's fun i'm emotionally attached to the titanic role uh, to the titanic and all the people in it you don't know the fucking people in it you don't i i I just i love these little tangents you go on well it's it's true i mean (laughs) it is the truth there if you if you go through oh and by the way if you want, if you want to, uh, just if you're having trouble sleeping, go through the tight, go to IMDb and go to Titanic and go through the trivia, right? Oh, no, no, no I, go to I, the, I, go, and go to the goof section. Do I have to? You go. If, no, no, you don't have to. But if you go to the goof section, I want to give you one example because I did it for. I'd never read the goof section. I'm so tired of them now because they're all they are now is. Oh, if you look in the glass, you can see the cameraman. Yeah, I fucking saw it. It's it's like it's it's the kind of stuff that 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 just anal nerds go over anal anal but if you this go down 69 episode ah, ah. It's, not, it's not anal it's it's sodomy but it's it's uh you know in and sodomy here's an example here, here's an example the uh one of the anachronisms in titanic the uh-huh. pipe frames supporting the third class birds have set screw speed rail fittings not developed until 1946 there's like five ten pages of this shit wow seriously yeah. Uh, the the button on the left side of Jack's brow jacket is a King's Drew button, first made in 1922. This is the kind of nitpicky, like historical documentation detail um, that, like like uh, the Society for Creative Anachronism for the for those freaks uh, the, like, who just like ha- you know they get so penned up on 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 like the minutia of the film. We know it's not real. I mean, you, you go through this whole thing. Uh, filtered cigarettes didn't come out till the 40s. Ha ha. Right. And the Titanic's still at the bottom of the fucking ocean. Yeah. I mean, but it, it's just, it's amazing. I'm scrolling down it and every single one, uh, you just. Well, you know what? Uh, <sighs> there's a user review down at the very bottom. Uh-oh. And I'd like to read the first paragraph. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. 10 out of 10 stars. Ah. Oh. The user review was wi- was written 10 years ago. It'll be 10 years in June, but 2002 is when it was written. I hear That's the- how long this user review has been here. Right. This is only the first paragraph. Okay. Every once in a while, the conversation will turn to favorite movies. I'll mention Titanic, and at least a couple of people will snicker. I pay them no mind because I know that five years ago, these same people were moved to tears by the very movie. 
And they're too embarrassed now to admit it. I don't fucking think so. I think I think if you saw the film, whether it came out Hello? in 1997 or last year or even last night, you know for a fact if you like this fucking film or not. Now, I went and saw it in 1997 by myself. I was single at the time. I was actually attempting to court this woman who <laughs> loved, loved this movie. Oh, I went to go see it three times. So I said to myself, self, maybe you should go see this movie so you have something to talk to uh, about uh, when you go out on your next you know, date or just hang out or whatever it was we were doing. So I went to go see it and I immediately hated it. Immediately. I didn't I, think I, it was a I did not think it was a bad film. I thought it was filmed very well. Um it just never stood out as just a masterpiece as so many people put it. Well, uh later on maybe a week later I went to go see Dark City and was fucking blown away. Right. And people will make the argument that the complete opposite um titanic masterpiece you know filmmaking was a uh, spectacular this uh, spectacle and dark city got pretty much shit on until years later when people truly realized right. that how good a film it was now now and let's let's talk about the the, the scope of the film it's a huge budget went over budget he, 200 he had to, million he had, he had to give up like his uh his his points on the uh, gross or whatever uh, because this director's fee too because they were so nervous about it. It's like, look here, I'm giving up the, the money. See, that's how important this film is. Um, vastly over budget. Of course, it made it back ten times with the, how stupendous oh, yeah. it was. Worldwide, special effects for the time period. Billion. Yeah, for the time period, CGI, amazing. Special effects were great. They, they actually, actually went back and redid the uh, the breath on all of uh, the scenes at the end where they're in the freezing water, which is completely noticeable. Oh yeah, well. Seeing it in 1997 when it came out, yeah, the you could it was like video game breath. That's how it looked, but it was in 1997. I mean, what were they gonna do? Mm -hmm. They actually went back years later, and things things I, like that. I don't mind. I do. I do. When Sorry. they go back and they fix little things like that, I don't mind those things because no, it, it's it's it, a fucking snapshot. Leave the snapshot alone. Take another fucking snapshot. You don't go back and touch up like uh, vacation photos. Well, if you do, you're psychotic. Wow. But yes, I'm saying. Well, why wouldn't um, you? That's a really bad example. No, it's a perfect example. That's what it's art. It's film. You make the movie. That's the movie. You don't keep changing it. You if move on. You take on. a vacation photo, and there's something don't, wrong don't, with it. Don't, don't, you, don't. You fix it. No, you don't. You just leave it. That's there's a it. smudge in the corner. You know, no. a little black no. spot. You fix you it. You don't. You don't. That's a memory. You do. Don't 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 argue. Don't start you, arguing. You don't. About this part. Well, well, listen. Don't, don't you have the original picture? Oh, but the digital one. You son of a bitch. All right. So but what I'm going to say right. is, what I'm saying is, as far as the scope of the film, right? Big money, very well done, well directed. Okay, like it or not, it's a pretty movie. Oh yeah. I'm looking. I, I you know, just glancing through the trivia list to see if there's any little uh, nuggets I could pull out here and there. In 2007, the AFI, the American Film Institute, mm -hmm. ranked this one of the 83 of the top greatest movies of all time. 83. That came in at number 83. Yes. Why is it even on the fucking list? Greatest movies of all time? Well, Greatest again. movie? Now, what makes a great movie? Is it because it's pretty? 
Why, why is Citizen Kane's... No, no, say, what, no, no, hang on. Why is Citizen Kane <laughs> considered a great film? Is it just because it looked good? No, it's because it was innovative. It was Titanic was time, yeah. Ti- Titanic was innovative in the sense they had the best technology. I wouldn't say it's innovative because they used like new techniques. And it was this, and it was the storytelling was unique. Right. There's nothing unique about the storytelling in Titanic, and that's where the film is is painful, and that's where it comes apart, and that's where I'm going to focus my attention on. But that irritated me, and I'm and I'm seeing other like oh other uh, June 20, 2008 ranked number six on American Film Institute's list of ten greatest films in the genre epic. <sighs> you know, and what constitutes epic? The fact that it's long. It, it, in fact, it's big budget. That's you it. can't you can't make a, a two hour epic. It's big budget. It's over budget over time. It's bigger than it should be. That's epic. I mean, look at and, it's and, not I, and I hate to always bring up District Nine. Epidemic. I hate to always bring up District Nine. But it, I truly believe that that film, in a lot of ways, looked better than Avatar. It did. It looked ten times better than Avatar because you it know? was real. And but it wasn't an epic because it wasn't. It wasn't three and a half fucking hours long. It right. wasn't three hundred million dollar budget. It wasn't blown out of fucking proportion. The studio didn't have to, you know, spend all this time on advertising and crossovers. They didn't. But if if it cost a hundred and fifty or two hundred million, and it was an hour and forty minutes, okay. Then it's an epic, right? Well, where'd your vo- where'd your where'd your audio go? It's gone. Can't hear you at all. Can't hear you. You can hear me. Yeah. Fuck. Just out of nowhere, your 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 audio's gone. One hundred. Yeah, maybe we should disconnect from Skype. Come back in. <laughs> All right. <sighs> can you there? hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Better fucking hear me. All right. Ruining the video. I'm not me. You. You, me? Mr. You, Mr. Fancy Pants. How am I ruining the video? I didn't do anything. Anyway, no, Epic, like if you remember back to the old days, Epic films were films that were just so grand in scope because it was so hard to do. Like you didn't do Clash of well, the Titans yeah. back then unless you had the money and the time. Um, going Just going on lo- grand locations like that was Epic. Epic doesn't count anymore because it doesn't take anything to make an Epic film. True. You know, so I okay, mean, I, I'll I'll agree with that. Even that as a genre is stupid, but 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 I, I, I was just getting at the point of let's say District Nine costs two hundred million dollars, but it's oh, an hour and forty minutes. I got you, but I say it's not. It has nothing to do with budget anymore. It, it, it just was, has to really do with runtime nowadays. It's it's not even that. It, it's the scope of the film. It, epic means like larger than life, and there was a time period where larger than life films were made. And I don't think they're made anymore. I don't consider tight. I Titanic's kind of an epic because at the time. The scope was almost unimaginable. When you saw the shots of like people falling and everything, it's like, wow, that that took a lot of work. It doesn't take a lot of work anymore. When he did it, when he did it then, it was epic because it took a lot of work. Okay. They can do the same thing now, like in a quarter of the time for a quarter of the money. Did you watch the the, the trailer I posted for Titanic Super 3D? No, I missed that one. <laughs> it's been a crazy week. It, it just it's amazing. I think I mentioned this last week too. It's just amazing what you can do on a Mac these days. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, seriously, so, they 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 rendered like octo- an octopus climbing on the Titanic explosions. They they took a stormtrooper from a Star Wars film and just cropped them into the into the shot, and it looks amazing. All done on a Mac. 
What, what, look, look what's epic now. Epic now is Avatar. Avatar is the last big epic they did. And what was that? That was like a half a billion dollars. Yeah. You know, whoever, I guess, depending on who what, you the next epic coming to. up is the, 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 uh, the Dark Knight Rises this, this June? July? You okay? What's going on? You just widescreened your video somehow. Did you do anything? I didn't. I didn't. I, not on purpose. And now you're 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 breaking up. The, your audio is terrible. I know. You choppy as shit too. I know. You're ruining the show. No, my camera. My camera automatically just switched the widescreen by itself, dude. Oh, I didn't fucking it, do it. Now it's full screen. I know. I didn't do it. And it everything's it. back to normal. It did it on its own. I didn't do anything. I, we are it, having so many problems. My, my The camera just went widescreen on me. And now it's frozen. There's no. no video of you at all. I've got video of me. I see nothing but a frozen picture. How about now? Yep, you're back. Yeah. No, it, it's Skype. And things Skype. were going so well for the last Skype. couple of weeks. Skype's fucking with us, that's all. Between Skype and live stream, it's just sabotaged. Oh, my God. They, they don't want our show to get popular. That's see, what it is. See, see, we have to fight back. Um, it's a conspiracy. I mean, but go ahead. Go, what, what's your major problem with Titanic? I've, just, I've expressed mine without going into detail. What's your major problem? My with? major problem? My major problem with it, um, and I actually didn't know this until Monday night. Mm -hmm. uh, I was at my uh oh. my second consulting job and every once in a every once in a while i think every week or two weeks they show a movie monday nights and what movie were they showing titanic the, the 1953 version of titanic okay all right and i watched probably half of it it's amazing how similar the two movies are oh yeah no uh we talking about a night to remember no i'm talking about the 1953 Okay, because the 1953 the, version of the same name, Titanic. It has been pointed out that if you go to a night, and the problem, too and then a night to remember as well. Yes, uh, they point out that a lot of the stuff is reused in it, and but you know that part of that's because it is. A I think that what event. bothers me is the fact that people were 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 blind even then that he's just a fucking plagiarizer. Well, again, it, it's history, so he, all the films are taking are ex taking material well, the from the it. love it's, interest. I mean, in. In the, the movie Titanic, the 53 film, there was a love interest like Jack and Kate Winslet, what the fuck her yeah. name was. But they didn't dwell on it as much in the 53 version. Mm -hmm. The What they really harped on was um, the lead character was an, older, was an older guy and his wife was boarding Titanic with their two children to take them away uh, from him. She was going to take them away from him. And right. it's just one of those things where I'm watching the movie. And what we talked about last week with Snakes on a Plane, where they did the mm -hmm. whole cliche of, you know, the woman with the baby gets on. Uh, the guy is with his, his newlywed wife and they're going on uh, a plane and he can't, you know, handle flying. You know, things like that. You know, they do every cliche, like the two kids are on the plane all by themselves. Mm -hmm. They did the same thing in this 1953 film. Where it's like there's a woman and a baby, there's a wife and her two kids, there's a guy and his wife going to America for the first time, so they can they bought land in California so they can grow grapes and make wine, and the rich guy who can't get a ticket because he's chasing his wife and their two kids because she's taking them to America away from him because mm -hmm. they live in the, they live in the UK, he buys the ticket off of the guy, 
and the wife goes on Titanic by herself with the fucking grapes. And he's like, here, with this money, you can buy five times as much land and you can make five times your fortune and this and this and that. And you can just get a boat two weeks later and meet each other in America and everything will be beautiful and great. And of course, that comes into play later because it's like, fuck, if you know, I'm not with my husband and this ship is going down. Right. But what I found funny, and this is straying a little bit, is the time period is so different. Like, for instance, back then, the the wife says she can't stand being with him, and, uh, you know, it's always, we're traveling around Europe, and we're going everywhere, and I'm tired of it. And the, our son is going to walk to school. He's not going to be led there by by a pony. And I'm like, what the fuck? You, you, you are treading on one of my major problems with the film. You're, oh... Now I, I have to backtrack though. You said you didn't remember what the woman's, the girl's name is. The uh, Kate, Kate Winslet's what her character's name was. Yeah, I don't remember. How can you forget? Because he only screams it eight hundred times during the last half hour of the film. Rose, Rose. Oh yeah, Rose. Rose, yeah, follow yeah, me. Yeah, Rose. Rose, here. Right. Rose, come here. Rose, come here. Rose, come here. I'm having nightmares with that over <laughs> and over again in my head. Jack, Rose, Jack, Rose. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, the screenwriting, I mean, it's great dialogue, don't get me wrong. Yeah, and, and, and as far as, now, I don't want to be mean, but Kate Winslet, is she supposed to be attractive Yes. in this film? Right. It's supposed to be puppy love that turns into something but, more. But I mean, but she's supposed to be attractive. As a matter of fact. That, 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 that weird jack-o'-lantern smile she gives every five seconds isn't supposed to be, like, eerie and off-putting? I think she's actually she actually looks better now than when she was, like, in when she was 16 or 18, whenever she did this. Um, on Sirius, yeah. <laughs> the whole film, she looks like sticking her teeth out. I think there's no, I don't, I don't see it. I think she looks plain. I don't think she's ugly, but I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't think Jack would have had a hard time finding a poor girl. Um, maybe the teeth wouldn't be as straight, but as pretty. Oh, who's to say he he didn't? Normally. You know, but and, and again, and again, you always have this thing where it's always got to be the poor guy who sees like the rich girl. So, oh, I got to get her. Says, yeah, because because the poor girls don't don't deserve love and affection. Oh, you know what? If the chat was up, people would have let me know that the video was paused this whole time. Oh, <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm gonna go to where the ship starts sinking in the video. That's what I'm gonna do. I think that's around the hour and thirty five minute mark. It only takes a fucking hour for the ship to sink, there we so go. you might as well throw that in the background, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, takes, I think it takes a little longer. I think it's an hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, the, they don't hit the iceberg till the halfway point. I know. Hour, that, and, hour and thirty four minutes is when they hit the iceberg. And yeah, the movie's three hours and what, twelve minutes? Yeah, I know that because before I watched the film I checked. <laughs> it was like shit. Um <laughs> so uh, um I don't want to get into her yet because that's a rant. Okay. But um, the love story. First of all, here, you know how I'd fix this film? How do you here, fix this? Here, here's how this becomes a great film. Is this your taking out the trash? It's, this is my taking out the trash. Do you have the okay. sound for that? I, yeah, I do it when you're done. Okay. Here, here, and this is, this is just how I do it. Lose the bookends. Okay. Lose the old lady. Lose the James Cameron wannabe. Drop that shit. Just make it a straight movie that takes place in the past. Okay. Here's the catch. Jack's character, instead of hooking up with Rose, hooks right. up with Molly. Oh. 
hooks up with the older Southern broad <laughs> who came like, in the money. Fucking, they, they, those uh, what's two. her face? Uh, misery? Um, Kathy Bates, yeah. Kathy Bates. He hooks up with Kathy Bates. He, oh, and that character existed in the 1953 film, too, by the way. I'm sure I'm sure it did. <laughs> but, so so he's trying to get Rose, but Kathy Bates helps him. And in tw- my movie, he eventually drops Rose for Kathy Bates. <laughs> and then those two just like like start taking on high society in, in general. And that makes it great? It makes it better. It makes it a bit different. It makes less of the, the whole thing with, oh, I'm going to, you know, uh, boy meets girl, uh, forbidden love. Uh, supposedly uh, some kind of parallel with uh, Romeo and Juliet, except there's not. And and then you have it, it's got to be a lover's triangle through the whole film, and it's just dull. You know, I'm watching it in the background with no, no sound. It's yeah. much worse. It's yeah, much. That, it's much. It's a much worse film without the sound. Either that, right? I'd, I'd have um, I'd have Jack just push Rose over when she's on the edge. Let me give you a hand there. <laughs> so that you're taking out the trash. That's my take. The trash heap has spoken. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Because I, honestly, I, after once Rose goes to get him the tuxedo, I'm like, why don't these two just hook up and save me the hassle of having to deal with this whole love goes on shit? Please, <laughs> please, and, and I guarantee that they'll make it out alive. Right. Because he won't have to run around trying to save her. She'll be up there. You know, it, 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 it's it's all just it's all this them being so fucking stupid. They wouldn't have gotten in the position they got in. Right. If they weren't stupid enough. Not to know how to play it smart, which is okay. You know, it's she, funny. She, she what? <laughs> she's in the scene where, and I'm sure if I cared enough to listen to audio commentary, uh, I'm sure the water was that cold when they were doing uh-huh. these water scenes. But she goes underneath uh, like a gate that's half closed, and her tits hit the water, and she just makes this. Oh! <laughs> 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 and I'm sure that's a real reaction. I'm sure it's real a real reaction. I think I think I read somewhere where she <laughs> she refused to wear a wetsuit underneath because she wanted to be realistic, and then she caught pneumonia. <laughs> no fucking shit. <laughs> um, do we want to go? I'm gonna alienate our female audience. I, I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna alienate our female audience here. Okay. Um. What else is alienating our female audience? The the fact that Rose is attempting to swing an axe right now. She, she <laughs> swings it like such a girl. Holy shit! She should have cut off his hand. Oh, it would have so, been, that would have been awesome. The third act would have been so much funnier if he was running around with one hand. <laughs> and they, they drop the key. Can he get the keys? Oh, gee, I would, but <laughs> um. And, and then while she's floating, she'd be holding the wrong hand, so he's floating away, and she's just got the one hand. But <laughs> I, I find... Hey, give me a hand. Okay, the Rose character. Right. I'm trying... I, I don't want to sound misogynistic. Okay. But what the fuck? <laughs> All right, we're, this, this is Can a time... Can you elaborate? <laughs> she has a redhead. I have a weakness for redheads. Jack-o'-lantern right. face and all. Okay. I don't know um, why, I just... I do. She she's in a time period mm-hmm. where um, this is a time period where women's literature really became into its own, and it may sound like it's a side subject, but it's not. Okay. And women weren't allowed to write. Women weren't allowed to have their own ideas at the time. When you look at that time period, the women's literature that really came out and started advancing women's literature and women's freedom and women's lib and all that stuff happened 
um, because there were rich women, women with wealth and power, who were able to, that, and the wealth and power afforded them an ability that was not afforded to your average woman. Right. There's there's the scene where the mother, where she starts telling the mother, I, you know, I, 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 I you know, I, I don't, I, I want to see the young guy. I don't want to see her. And the mother's telling her, you know, do you want to, you want to become a seamstress? You want us to lose everything? And it really sounds shallow yeah. at do first. You want to be poor. And you're supposed, you're supposed, yeah, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to hate her because oh, she's she's valuing money over her daughter. And you go back and look at the age, the the the, the time, um, what you, the life expectancy of a woman back in that, a poor woman back in that time period, and the disease, and the mistreatment, and the abuse, and the 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 work hours. If you, if you didn't have money, her, you were your, your chances were very slim. As she she as a ten year old girl, she would have been working in a se- uh, uh, sewing shop. She's seamstress. Sure. She you know she would have. Um, she would have had no opportunity. She wouldn't have the opportunity to to know what art, be able to read, let alone know what art was and collect art. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, no, lo- all, lo- all good points. Love that Billy Zane shot. Oh, Picasso. Ha ha. That stuff. That stuff will never catch on. <laughs> I'm so out of touch. It's not even funny. Ha ha ha. Great well, screamer. in his defense, I think Picasso really. Became, after widescreen. It's and you're out of sync again. So you have like my, my uh, camera widescreen. You have something set to auto somewhere it's just i wouldn't I don't. worry i don't i to be honest there was a, there's an <laughs> option don't. in procaster for a widescreen shot i didn't set it i left it at full screen your voice is your audio is gone again i'm back uh, oh yeah but I'm, but I'm back it keeps doing it automatically i don't know why but so so and so we're dealing with this this time period where this is the reality. Right. And I'll click that, and I'm, my video's back. Um, it's it's the, the re, that's the reality. The reality is, if she wasn't rich, if they weren't, if she wasn't, if they weren't weren't wealthy, she'd right. be, you know, they're worse, horrible, horrible, horrible surroundings. So that's one reason I don't feel sorry for Rose because she's afforded all this opportunity and he, she, she, here she is sitting saying, oh, I only saw my life as one banquet after another. So, so oh, hold on while I fucking cry. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, you know, there's a woman somewhere else sitting saying, all I saw in my life was 10 more years of working 12-hour days in a seamstress shop and then dying on the floor right. in a fire because they chained the doors because... because ex- ex- well, yeah, so, or it's like get with, fucking polio or I, I ended up with sepsis. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> worse than the process. Chicken pox killed people then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's there's like girls forced in the op- forced in the prostitution age of twelve because they can't because their parents can't afford any anything and just, sure. you're, and she's whining because oh and I have to sit around boring people right aren't beating you yeah pouring a gallon of water into a drop of milk just yeah. to just to extend it yeah exactly and, and I'm not excusing spousal abuse in any sense of the word well of course not but but Billy Zane. As maniacal as they show him in that one scene where he flips out, right? I guarantee in the poor world, she already would have been stabbed seven or eight times <laughs> for, for talking to the young guy. Okay. Yeah. I, oh I, yeah. I think I think the the uh, the wealth and pomp and and etiquette prevented him from s- strangling her to death in his stateroom. I think that uh, saved her life, and right. I think that she should be thankful that it was a rich person who had that reaction and not a poor person who wouldn't have silver to throw around and just would have thrown her around instead so so that's why i hate her and they, and they make it a point later on to, to 
you know, the last like, yeah, you know, for the, the stupid uh, viewer that he commits suicide because oh, he loses all his money in the stock market. That was that was the last punch in my kidneys for me. It was like it wasn't enough that they have to show this scene. and they, uh, n- None of it was enough. She had, they have to have the voiceover, fucking voiceover, movies talking to us. Yeah. Again. That's a book all itself. Sign of a bad screenwriter. Um, it's like that sign from adaptation. And God help you if you have uh, voiceover. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, it's not enough that she gets away and everything. It, it, it has to be, oh, then in, when the stock market crashed, she ate a bullet. It's like, we had to throw that in. We just had to throw that in. There has to be, justice has to prevail. Yeah, it, there had to be that one last jab that, you know, yeah. what a prick. J- just didn't prevail for a young Jack there, but as long as uh, Billy... Billy, I read somewhere that that he he hired Billy Zane to play the, the, the for this movie. Yeah. After he saw the Phantom, <laughs> he felt sorry so for him. I, it's nice to know that the Phantom had some positive a- outlook. That, you know, it's a positive effect in the world. Right. But I, th- I think Billy Zane's career. That's probably the only time that that helped. <laughs> Holy shit! Really, really, James? That's why I yeah. I, I think I think ninety percent of everything James Cameron says is complete and utter bullshit. Oh yeah, I really do. I mean, every, everything from like the Titanic mood me to other stuff, and then, then then oh yeah, I was waiting till the very end not to have any music in this in the uh, in the film at all, including the end credits until uh, they played this one song for me. I had no, you know, I didn't even know they were de- right. You had, you had no idea that the studio was getting a song together for the end of the credits, and you as a filmmaker, a a experienced filmmaker, thought you could pull off a film with no end credits soundtrack. I'm. I really fucking doubt that, and it, <laughs> it it adds to the whole idea that oh, it all just came together. Bullshit. I. But yeah, I'm. Gonna, he's. Ugh. And, and you know. Sp- yeah. There was a point in time, where he was he was one of our uh, he was one of our movie gods. You know. Uh, I do. Yeah. At, at one point, he was one of the guys that we would. He's like, it's my go-to director. You know, when he was doing shit. The original Terminator, The Abyss, uh, Terminator the Two, Abyss. even True Lies was 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 a lot of fun. I, it was fun, yeah. You know, it's it like played, he, it, True Lies played on its own cliches. Titanic just like uh, used them as support. Yeah, and, and yeah. there was, and there was that point in time where it's just he was a go-to guy, and then he did Titanic, yeah. and it was just a bland bland film, and then didn't make movies for what. Uh, 12 years? It was a 12-year 12, 12 hiatus, right? Too busy with his rich man's hobby of filming a fucking sunken boat. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. all it is. He turned a rich person's hobby into a... Uh, he did this... I guess I guess he was afraid of flying around the world, so he had to dive into the ocean and, and take pictures of a boat and then turns that into a fucking movie because he's got connections. Oh, yeah, he did... Uh, one of his documentaries for that was called... And, and wait for it. Ghosts of the Abyss. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, oh, a sequel to the abyss? No, not a sequel to the abyss. No, no, no. Your, your, your camera went crazy again. I know. Give it, give it ten seconds, and it'll go back. I don't know why it's doing it. If I play with the settings, it's just going to get worse. Maybe when we're done with uh, the podcast, we'll try and figure it out. No, I'll figure it out. I, I'll believe to figure it out. Well, there if... we go. Now, now, can I can I jump into stage two of offending? Our female audience. Sure. Um, so Rose again. Yes. Now let's 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 talk about Billy Zane. She's in this relationship. 
right? Yeah. She 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 feels trapped. She feels like she doesn't belong. She doesn't want to be in it. She's engaged, right? Yes, to Billy Zane. Right. So that means at some point in the past, she said yes. Yeah. Right? Right. I, With probably I, some coaxing from her, her mother. I don't care if she but was But still, coaxed. she said yes. I don't yes. care if she was She said yes. Yep. I have no sympathy for the character to the point where she can't just say, you know what? Now I'm saying no. And she has all the timing in the world where she decides not, she doesn't decide to say no until she has someone else she can get whose life she can uh, fuck up at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait until she finds someone, then suddenly she's going to say no. So, so she's guided by the men in her life. Mm-hmm. She uses them as an excuse to do whatever she's doing. She has a little rebellions. Oh, I'm smoking. Oh, I have fine art. All this rich, pretentious. I'm talking uh, a loogie. Right. She's well. That's even before. I'm talking about before she meets Jack. She has all no, these. She little, meets him when they're hawking a loogie together. Right. But I'm saying before he she meets him, she has all these little rebellions she does. Oh, right, 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 right. To try to get, to, to try to rebel against this constrictive world of being rich and pampered, <laughs> and but it never becomes the kind of thing where I feel the need to escape. You know, I, I actively escape, and the whole fake suicide thing. I, oh yeah, honestly, that, was, that was bullshit. Honestly, if uh, if your if your fiance orders lamb for you and suddenly decide to kill yourself, maybe you should just do it. <laughs> maybe your priorities are a little out of fucking whack. Maybe yeah. maybe you can just eat. Maybe you can just eat the lamb. Maybe just eat the lamb and shut the fuck up. Lamb maybe Sounds and then maybe good. five years from now, poison him in his sleep. You know, I'm not I'm not saying it's right, but it's another option. But of course, she's young and stupid. So let's not, you know, we can't hold everyone to their decisions that they make. But I, I don't see this. Everybody holds this up as like this beautiful love story, and it's not a beautiful love story. It's a stupid girl, pampered rich girl, who doesn't realize how t- how good she has it. And then when she, and I'm not saying she shouldn't leave him for them, but she does it wrong, and she gets her boyfriend killed in the process. Yeah, and then that's he, another thing. I posted a picture. And it's not a shot from the movie. It's a, it's got to be a crane shot from when they were in uh, making the film. Yeah, there was plenty of room for two people on that fucking board or door, or whatever the shit she was on. Oh, but it was all wobbly because it. Whatever. But they do this uh, crane shot, and it says, "It said Rose, there was room for two. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I, uh. but, I mean. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to ask you, as hmm. as as an Italian American, sir. Ha, ha, hey, I'm going to an America. <laughs> What's could the could be the worst, the worst Italian accent <laughs> I might have ever seen on film, unless it was purposefully making fun of Italian Americans, or in this case, he was just Italian. He he was. Not living in America, so. Uh, but what? It's, it's, I don't know the actor's name. I was he was. Oh, oh it, do, it I doesn't thought of matter. You, I thought of you immediately. I was like, uh, oh, Joey must be loving this character. <laughs> and of course, Jack, they, they, hey, they, Jack. They, hey, Jack. Well, what, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, let's go get us some pizza, and uh, maybe a little mozzarella and uh, some roasted red peppers. I'm going to America. Fuck you. <laughs> Holy fuck. You know, when I, whenever I have family functions or even just see my father, 
nothing like that. Uh, well, obviously. And both my parents were right off the boat. I, I, right I off so, the boat. I was still thinking every time he showed up. You know, it, it, what it made me think of more was uh, Loverboy. Loverboy. Oh, I, I love, love you. you. <laughs> I mean, At least that's a comedy, though. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, oh. they, just, they use the, the racial stereotype as a, as not, or not racial, but, you know, uh, the nas- national stereotype as a form of comic relief because Italians are so funny. Yeah. Uh, Disgrazi. <laughs> oh, are you fucking um, kidding me? I mean, and talking about, and, and you're talking to somebody who doesn't like, who, who's not a fan of of uh, of the rich people in, in in a broad sense of the word, not right. No, I, I understand. Um, or in a narrow sense, actually, not in a broad sense, but in the film, literally every rich piece person that you meet is completely fucking useless. Oh yeah. I said, really? Are all rich people? The-? Now I know it's fun for us in the class warfare thing to show all the the poor people as. As whole as people full of life and rich and and varied and, and having this like you know powerful existence and being and living life to the fullest and enjoying themselves and then showing rich people as being pompous and cold and dead inside I get that it's fun we like that but as far as one of the greatest films ever made number eighty four greatest mm. films ever made the characters are so cardboard and st- they all should have floated <laughs> when, they, when they left because they're all so cardboard and stock footage uh, stock characters. Every single rich people person we meet is out of touch. is is uh, has no sense of logic. has no sense of their surroundings, and is completely like stupid. Oh yeah. And I really, I really find it hard to believe that every single rich person is like that, except the young girl that's cheating on her husband uh, to be, and the the uh, and the southern so, uh, new wealth socialite that's hitching wrong for the lot ride because she wants to feel like she's part of the everybody i mean it's it's so just it's it, it was insulting to me and i'm not rich yeah and i and i felt insulted i was like really can't one of these guys know what the fuck they're talking about <sighs> every yeah. single one from billy's in on down and it, they just go out of the way the, sh- the, the the just show every it's just another example of how the screenplay was not written to be anything except commercial i mean here here's a question for you why okay. the sex scene I, I, the sex scene I think exists because Leonardo DiCaprio was probably at the time teen, every Teen Beat magazine, sure. every, you know, every that type of magazine, just on every single cover, mm-hmm. it got, you know, every every everybody from you know your sixty year old man to your twelve year old, you know, middle school girl into the theater to see it. It, I'm so happy that Leonardo DiCaprio has gone on to have a career like he has now, and he didn't get stuck in that rut of heartthrob shit. Right. You know, he actually stopped. He didn't make a movie for I think three years after this. Mm-hmm. I think it was like three years he did uh, The Island, which was a Danny Boyle film. Yeah. Which Danny Boyle did right after um, uh, La La La, La Train Spotting, I believe. Right. I believe for both of them, it was he did Danny Boyle did Train Spotting, didn't do anything for a little while. Leonardo DiCaprio did The Island. They collaborated anyway. together. But anyway, and- I'm I'm just happy his career went the way it did. But I think the scene exists because of the fact that he was a sex symbol and a teen heartthrob, um, and because of something that I just heard the other day. 
I tried to mention it before, but we, we ended up going a different way. Yes. Are you okay? No, go ahead. I'm waiting. I, I can see you now. I'm waiting. What, what's this thing? Sirius Satellite, because I have that. They, yes. They've just been promoting the fuck out of Titanic 3D. Okay. All right. And they've been throwing in clips of Cameron talking and he's like yeah i went to the studios and uh, i basically said it's going to be romeo and julio juliet on a boat and the this in the studio was all for it and said we're making this movie and we're making it this way so i think because he had that in his mindset that he was doing romeo and juliet he felt the need for a romantic uh a sex scene the painting when uh, she's naked on the couch yeah getting uh, some you know, quote unquote, brief nudity in there. I have no problem with that scene. Yeah, um, but I think it exists to enhance the Romeo and Juliet theme that Cameron was trying to go for. I disagree. Okay, what do you my, got? My take on it is, and by the way, uh, in that that sex scene in the car, where, oh, where with, the, it, with the hand. Yeah, besides <laughs> the fact that, that I, I was waiting for one of them to come out covered in blood <laughs> after that hand sequence, where did they get the blanket? All of a sudden, they're covered in a blanket. Oh, it could have been in the car. Could have been, but come on, really? Here's is, my problem. Is that? Wait, hold on. No, You're no, nitpicking no. that? No, I'm just as an aside. Here's my oh, main okay, problem. Fine. Here's my problem with it. Um, I just think that's funny. I don't think it's a major flaw. <laughs> I I really have a strong feeling because honestly, there's no reason they only know each other for two days. There's no reason to consummate this lo- this love story. Right. It's actually more powerful if you don't. In certain ways, no, I I, I I do agree with that. I guarantee because it would an, be like the love that never happened. Right. My you know? feeling is that that sex sequence is only in there because the broad audience that they're trying to aim for with this movie. Because you you hit two hundred million dollars in your budget, you don't give a fuck about art. It's about getting the audience in the theaters. Yeah. Um, American audiences would not accept this romance if it was not consummated. I, I I strongly feel that um, it was the feeling was if it's a love story they've got to do it and let's just put a car on the boat and have and then again again they they have sex in the back of a car in a boat I get it that it's kind of funny I also get it that's a long walk for a short drive and really has no real purpose in the film other than be a joke of itself right. But I, I honestly feel that that scene is in there because American audiences would not go for it. American audiences would not buy this love story if the, if, if the sex wasn't involved. It had it has to be you know watered down, homogenous sex. I it's still. I okay. I can agree with that somewhat. Just but, like, but not just, but not entirely. Just like she can't cheat on Billy Zane unless he's evil, so evil that he'd use a child. Well, yeah, that is spot on. I mean, to get into the boat, right? Yeah, there's no disagreeing with that. Please, this, I'm all this child has left in his life. <laughs> it would be great. I, I wish the I wish the aside was that he actually uh, took that child and raised it as his own. <laughs> you know, when he grabs the kid too, you're thinking, oh, here's a part where he redeems himself. At least we're not going. You know, it's this kind of nice. As it's like, no, he's just using the kid. Like, Come on, does he have to be that fucking evil? You know, uh, he, and then he, he's all I have. <laughs> he can't live without me. And then David Warner, all, all, <laughs> as Lovejoy, which I love. And right. David Warner's running around. All I can think of is Tron the entire time. Tron. <laughs> looking for the master controller. Have you seen it anywhere? <laughs> I'll send Jack to play the games. Uh, 
and in the film they keep going back to the guy that said you know if we went full speed ahead we could get there you know four days earlier whatever it was and, and a lot of it's factually accurate too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, again, they play it up where again, this guy's just a complete, you know, the, the rich guy is the complete buffoon, and everybody else that does, uh, it's so. Now here's here's what really freaks me out, and I don't like this. They were saying that a lot of the act, the extras, mm-hmm. were were playing people that were actually on the boat, like they did research. Oh. There's a lot of stuff like when like when he walks by the kid spinning the top, that's actually a picture that was taken on the boat that survived the crash. And they have all these things. So a lot of these people, though, took the names and the characters, and they were actually playing these people that, um, like the way they were on the actual boat. And that may seem sound cool to you at first. Right. But my experience in the past is another group of people that does the same thing are mm-hmm. Civil War reenactors. Yeah. They, they, they reenact Civil War, and, they, and it's not bad enough that they're out there playing war. They they adopt the actual names and actual personas of these people that died in the Civil War. It's fucking creepy. It is. And when you do it in a movie, mm-hmm. and it's in the background, and it's supposed to be, oh, because we're making the experience real. You know, it's this, we're, we're deepening the experience of what feels like we're in that time period. My sound went again, didn't it? I'm framing you. Yeah, that's a good shot. Widescreen. My sound. <laughs> you sound like shit. My sound is one again, didn't it? Yeah, you went widescreen and you sound like shit. It's my camera going widescreen. Give it a second. <sighs> our viewing audience there we go. is camera not having back. a good time with it. And anyone that downloads our MP3 okay. is going to be like, what the fuck? What kind of okay. show are we running here? Are for the course, sir. We'll do it live. I'll write it. We'll do it live. And I'm back. Um... <laughs> But fucking thing I, sucks. And and if if this movie was like really like a really hardcore time movie where you're supposed to really feel like you're part of it, I'd buy that. But it's not because it's so poorly written. It's so. Well, they were trying to go for that, and I think a lot of people are fooled into it. But I, I, and I, I think they, and I think they, that's they, why it makes that eight you know top one hundred film. It's number eighty four. And I made this argument a million times, and I won't go into it uh, any deeper than before. But it's one of those films where where people are just. They're taken with the movie and they, they, they not forgive it. They just don't know any better. They think Forrest Gump is the better film over Pulp Fiction and it's not. You've got extras with no dialogue who are in the background researching historical, historically researching actual people that they're playing the roles of in the film. And you watch that film and you tell me that made a difference. Hmm. You tell me that made it. It doesn't make a fucking difference. Especially when Billy Zane's still playing the fucking Phantom. Yeah. When, when, when I, I mean, I, I'm watching, I'm watching uh, um, Gilbert Grape running around, and, and it's not Gilbert Grape, it's, it's his retarded brother. And, <laughs> it's, and I'm watching him, I'm thinking, there's nothing here that makes me really feel like he's actually a person from this time period. It's him. Right. It's him. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. There's no suspension of disbelief here. I know it's him. I know this is Kate Winslet with the weird fucking smile. I, I you know, I know it's David Warner from Tron. There's, you're not forgetting. You're not getting past that. It's there's no, it, it, and that's where they go in over budget. He's spending all this money on, uh, you know, they have. And of course, and there's a scene where the ship is going down, like the top part. Ship goes down. I missed that part. Yeah, it's going down, and they're the last two that go completely underwater. 
mm-hmm. when they do that shot, it's coming down. Yeah. And they're like at the very, very, what's the front of the boat called? The bow? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I think it's called the bow. Well, anyway, they're coming down and they're, it's the last shot and they're, they're the last two people to go down with the yeah. boat. And it's just like this shot where it's like, oh, they're going down. And of course, he makes it a point. Why do they got to be the last ones? Because he's trying to create tension with that. Right. You know? Yeah. And well, that- an experienced film goer knows what he's trying to do and it doesn't work. Okay. Here's the thing I saw that I thought was funny. Okay. Is that uh, apparently James Cameron gives Kate Winslet the credit for coming up with the line, Jack, this is where we first met. Oh, God. And good for him because it's a horrible fucking line. It is bad. It's, it's so first year filmmaking. The fact that they're there, we know that. The fact that you have to say it and that she has, to, in all this chaos, she's going to notice that. Is so ham-fisted. You know what? Even I loved even more. She's yeah. the one that notices there aren't enough light boats. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm wrong, but as we're walking, I'm doing math calculations in my head, and it occurred to me that the that the number of people on this boat could not be held on the. the really, she's doing she's doing like mathematical equations as they're walking down the boat. She's bored. The she's bored out of her mind. She's having been, to having figuring to out okay yeah. there's a boat it's uh 25 30 people per boat there's oh my god there's not enough boats right <laughs> how much silverware is in the cabin by the way oh you know i counted the square footage of the tiles i mean if she was obsessive compulsive it makes sense but what the fuck <laughs> yeah i get it i get it uh, She's how many a smart toothpicks girl. hit the ground when the box fell over 249 right. yeah oh right. you know there's there's three left in the box there's, there's two <laughs> <laughs> or actually, I think it was like 241. There's nine left in the box. Well, let's not get nitpicky on that. But yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to call you on that one. Okay. Um, but Good. we really, again, we have to throw that in. Yeah. You know, she has to know the, the architect personally. Sorry, I couldn't make a better boat for you. So, do, do, do we really need this knit close of a family of people that were directly involved with the sinking? Right. I mean, and, and they miss a grand opportunity as well with a lot of it that you could have really had anything happen on this boat. So many people died. Mm-hmm. I mean, I forget how many people survived. It was in like a couple hundred, 300, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So some people died. You could have had some really fucked up shit going on in this boat that no one would ever find out about. Oh, yeah. Whole, section of this, whole sections of this boat disappeared. You could have had like wacky shit you could have had like spy stuff going on i'm not saying they should have gone spy stuff but you could have had no i know i know what you mean stuff that will never ever be disclosed because there's nothing left right and 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 what you pick is this lame uh story romeo and julia shakespeare wannabe love story that's that's completely just uh i I, if, if you and and these these young girls that are going there and they think like this is the great romance it's like, oh, it's like a perfect romance. It's not a she's she cheats on her fiance. She's unwilling to talk to him about her feelings, apparently. Remember that scene where he comes in? Open your heart to me. Oh, yeah. And she's like, Could you talk? Here's a good time to talk about how you're dreading the marriage. <laughs> or yeah. that you're unhappy and that you're, you know, it, you know, he's talking to you as someone who loves you. You could actually, you know, express some concerns. Say, hey, you know what, this this isn't working for me. But she can't bring herself to talk to him. I mean, and yeah, you can say, oh, he throws a table later, so he's not going to listen. But that was an infidelity thing. Guys are a little funny about that. Um, <laughs> you could bring that up. But no, she finds it easier to run for the first the first guy that, you know, paints her nude, uh, draws her nude. She she runs around. She cheats on him and then flaunts it, walks in, holding his hand, flaunts it, walks in, and expects no repercussions. Right. 
this is this is a, a timeless love story? No, this is a this is a fucking teenage brat who doesn't understand that other people around her uh, are affected by her actions. And 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 the yeah. only and the women that are the, the young girls that were going to this I'm 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 really assuming that no adult women actually feel this way about the film. Please tell me not. That are seeing this film and falling for it ten years later, saying, "Oh, it touched me and made me cry." You're you're fucking stupid, and your first boyfriend's probably gonna beat you <laughs> because you really have this this clouded. You have the clouded perception of what a relationship should be, and yeah, and no, you're right. and what's and what's realistic, yeah. And, and do you have anything to add to that? I mean, uh, nothing added added to that. Just more like Cameron shenanigans, like the fact that he uses. <laughs> A fucking blue filter for every goddamn movie he makes. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for dialing it back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that goddamn blue filter. That was the second thing I was going to say. The blue filter. The blue filter, really? No, yeah. but but I, <laughs> I agree with you. Totally. I, I'm a technical guy. I, you no, know, no. I I see more of the technical aspect of things a lot sometimes when I watch these films. Like when you point things out, and sometimes I don't realize. Sometimes I don't realize uh, what you point out till you point it out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I point uh, it out. That's yeah, that's why you point it out. But uh, you no, know, that goddamn blue filter. How about this, How, let me point this out. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk about old Rose. Oh God! All right. With with what? With, with her balloon face, like you could pop one of those cheeks with a pin. It just looked like. Well, now I I, I, don't, I didn't do any homework on the actress, but is that? A somewhat younger actress made to look really old. She was in her eighties, and they made her look a hundred and one. What a hundred and? And from what I read, she she wasn't very happy. She was supposed to be a little older, like a hundred and four or something. No, I thought it was I thought it was a hundred and one. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, toothpicks, not not picking it. Mm-hmm. Um, she yeah, she was like in her eighties, and they they had the age of like twenty thirty years, and she was very, she was very perturbed by that. Um, I had two major issues with the Rose character that we see. Mm-hmm. And it's all in the end of the film. Now, remember when they, she brings all her memories with her? Oh, these pictures are all my memories, and I want to put all my these, memories. Right? And, and 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 okay, and we know you know that this is just the reason to show them when she's dead at the end, right? Oh yeah. So oh sure. So she dies, and okay. Oh gee, I didn't see this coming. We're gonna pan through all the pictures. All the pictures are of her, <laughs> which must make her granddaughter feel uh, special. Right. It's just it's oh here was me on a plane here was me on another boat here was me this is this is the most person this is the most important person in this fucking woman's life was herself which is which is exactly how she acted in the, on the boat. Yeah. I mean it's just like stunning. It's like every single picture is hers. I, this really does not paint a good picture of this person you're supposed to, you're trying to make it such like a a lovely character. <laughs> and and I have a major issue. Uh huh. With the last scene of the film, with her dropping the, yes, what was it called? The black, the the, the pearl, heart of the sea. Okay, not, not the black. black you're, pearl. Think, you're, you're thinking, thinking of, of the, Caribbean. the Caribbean, right? No, it, I thought it was called the black something, but no. And then when she drops it in, like the wave she shot goes, out, like, and then oops. summoned the pirate. Wouldn't that be great if the sequel was when she dropped it in, and then it summoned the black pearl, and they had to battle it. <laughs> <laughs> Be awesome. 
Uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, my, my problem is, uh, thank you for that. You're when welcome. she drops it in, I wish I'd thought of that before he said that, too. That, is, <laughs> that's a, that would be a pretty cool end of the film. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fucking Kraken. <laughs> it's just, it's, just, <laughs> it's this special moment where she drops it in, and, and it's it, this, this, that scene is Forrest Gump. Yeah. It's special. It signifies something. What does it signify? It doesn't signify a fucking thing. That didn't have anything to do with her and Jack. He didn't give it to her. She, it was just, it was a minor thing. It was the reason that they. Well, bring it was in the coat that he was wearing because he was framed in it. But, if, but they, again, they, it was slipped into there and she had his coat right. on. So there was a bond, just, just a little one. Not, not enough for it to be a romantic sentiment to throw it in the water. Not, not there, not for there to be a reason for her not to hawk it for right. the billions of dollars it's worth after what's his, after Billy Zane blows off the top of his fucking head during the yeah. stock crash. Not a reason for it to be significant. Where her dropping it into the ocean signifies her going back to Titanic and rejoining everybody on it, which is really a sucky place to go. Uh, you get, get a figure yeah, once, once you die. Sure. Yeah, it's like oh, let's go. Yeah, but she gets that? to meet Jack again. That was the whole purpose of that, right? But going all these body people going back to where they died isn't that like hell? Being yeah. the same boat it's for eternity. Torment. Yeah, sure. I, I, I would you know. Um, I would call not, that purgatory. It ain't, the, it ain't the ending the lost. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck the ending the lost. <laughs> shut up. Fuck but, that shit. Shut up. But let's let's not go into it. I you brought I just, it up. I, I just. You but, brought it up. No. You um, said the ending the lost. And I, I said fuck the ending the lost. That's right. You brought it up. Now, Here's but that blue filter again. Again, when they brought it <laughs> when she drops it in there, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. It means nothing. Except for the, the except for the fact that the crew was looking for it. It, again, it was a plot point, but it, sh- it didn't signify anything with her love relationship with Jack because it, it wasn't anything that they had, had. They didn't care about it. It had nothing mm-hmm. to do with them. It was bi- all about Billy Zane. Oh, poor Jack. He's dead. How come Billy Zane wasn't there? Was, he, was Billy Zane there applauding when she came back? Was Billy Zane what? On the boat at the end. I didn't freeze at the look. Um, was her Lovejoy on the boat? Was like Was everything forgiven? Not between them. I mean, Billy Zane was on the boat. He made it to shore, obviously. Right. What are you ta- wait, what are you talking about? At the end, when when she goes to meet Jack again, that whole scene under the... Oh, was he in there, like, clapping yes. his head? No, I don't believe so. Okay. I didn't, because I... he didn't die on the boat. So? Neither did she. She went back. She went back because... Yeah, she... don't give me that I, shit. I, you know what? I don't know why she went back. <laughs> well, you know what? In her 112-year-old pudding brain... It, uh, <laughs> uh, that's where she wanted to go the entire time. She's had, uh, she met somebody else, married that person, had killed children with that person, and still even goes out of her way to say, you know, I loved him in my own way, but there was that. never a love that I've ever had like Jack. It's like, right. what you're talking about. A fling, a fucking fling that you had for a day or two oh. days just is just supersedes everything you've done your whole life. You know why you know, I was the, a, the next you know, ninety years? You, you eighty know, years I, or whatever it was? You know why it was a perfect love that lasted forever? Mm. Because it lasted for two days and it didn't give him six months to to show her drawing to the next person she he was dating. See, <laughs> oh I know, she was great. <laughs> I mean 
Yeah, it, 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 it's, immor- it's immortal because it was so fleeting because they yeah. didn't grow to hate each other <laughs> as all love decays. Yeah, they saw poor Jack just float to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> it's probably the best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah, poor Leo. Yeah. I, I, that, <laughs> Look at this face. She's this jack-o'-lantern face she's I told making you. to she try was... and get this whistle. <laughs> I... But yeah, she her, couldn't have did that an hour ago. That he, guy was dead there an hour ago, well, and Jack was, was probably still alive. She, but she was incoherent. Uh, here's the deal: she didn't just want to get off that fucking. What board. I want to say is that her throwing the heart of the ocean in the water, yeah, is a metaphor for the movie. It is a grand gesture of pomp and circumstance. It is a grand gesture signifying absolutely nothing except gesture itself. This movie has no message except that it is the movie. There is no real love story except that there's these two people in love. There's nothing, no, no substance to it. There's no substance to the, the, to the relationship. There's no substance to the film. There's no substance to the gesture of her throwing this vastly expensive necklace into the water instead of, Oh, I don't know, paying for her grandkids college. Uh, and and mentions. Now here's a little trivia for you. Uh-oh. Some people might know this. I don't know if you do, but the granddaughter, yeah, or the great 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 granddaughter, huh? James Cameron left Linda Hamilton for her. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I wonder why she was in the film. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I have a feeling that they met on this film. And that's when the, yeah. the torrid love affair began. You know what? When I first saw that that her that granddaughter character, mm-hmm. I, I honestly my first reaction was, okay, this this person's gonna be in this film for about ten minutes total. Who's the skinny bitch? <laughs> Seriously. So this woman's granddaughter, of course, has to be like this this like twenty pound heroin chic uh, model. <laughs> You know, uh, really, is this the fantasy world we're coming from now? And then, of course... Uh, no, the- James Cameron was fucking her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's my point. No, no, that, that's 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 why yeah. that happened. Right. Don't don't try and uh, break it down any more than that. But, but you, you see what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> another reason why the film sucks. Yeah. What I'm uh, saying is, what I'm saying is, is, is that Leonardo DiCaprio should have been sketching Kathy Bates nude. Oh. That's the one I want to see. Well, That's like the movie about, I want to like, see. Like about Schmidt, like when she yes. gets in that hot tub with Jack Nicholson. Yes, that's the movie I want to see. That's the one, huh? Yeah. Oh I, w- my. I want. I want to see Kathy Bates kill Lovejoy. <laughs> I want to see Killjoy, like you know, like having him handcuffed in there, and Kathy Bates just comes in and grabs the gun and just like shoves it in the back of his skull and pulls the trigger like five or six times. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Let's, get Let's get out of here, Jackie boy. Uh. <laughs> How fucking awesome would that be? That would have been a movie, right? You know, you don't, you don't, you don't fuck with a southern lady. <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> that's my movie. That's my. That's type. that's the one. Okay. Yeah. And, and they're at the part where the voiceover, and when the stock market crashed, he ate a bullet, and she's got this face like I hate him. My Jack is dead and he's alive. And yeah. he still tried to save her. I mean, give him that much. Sure. He, all right, he did try to shoot her later, but that was when she betrayed him. Yes. So. Oh, yes. Agreed. You know what? And if she had stayed on the fucking boat, 
there would have been room for Jack on that door. True. The woman kills the guy every fucking time. It's just like in uh, uh, Life is Beautiful. Life? Life is Beautiful, the, the concentration camp film. Yeah, no, I know the movie. I'm he trying gets, to remember. He gets taken to the concentration camp. She says, oh, I want to be with him, even, you know, even though they're not going to come for me. So she makes herself go into the concentration camp so she can be nearby him. Right. And the only reason he gets fucking killed near the at the end is because he's got to be near her and he's got to find her and he has to protect her. Why? She's not where she should fucking be. <laughs> she, she's in danger now to be near him. So now he's in danger trying to protect her. She gets him killed. The woman does it every fucking time in these films. Oh, well, what's so romantic? He died for her. Right. He didn't have to die for her. He died because she fucking killed him. <laughs> Rose killed Jack. Yeah, you were fucking a right she did. <sighs> they could do a prequel to, to uh, Lost with the Titanic survivors washing up on shore. They could. That would be awesome. <laughs> It'd be like that scene in, uh, like that scene in Ghostbusters Two. <laughs> I was just talking about that recently too, because someone asked me if I consider that a bad movie. So you know what? I do. It is a bad movie. They reuse a lot from the first film. They do. It's they, very. They do, they do borrow a lot. You're right. It's, it's very commercialized to that extent, and you can. Well, the whole thing with the Statue of Liberty is one. It's not possible, and I know it's suspension okay. of disbelief and all that. There's no way, the, the you know the, the mood the mood slime could ever make anything do what it does to the Statue okay. of Liberty. Now here's where I'm going to part ways with you here because okay. what I said was yeah it's a bad movie, but there are parts of it that despite it being a bad film I enjoy and I love that scene where they where they drive the Statue of Liberty with the Nintendo controller. <laughs> I thought that was fucking awesome. That was Oh no, don't get me wrong. I don't I, I agree. I just I, I it just the moods I, I'm just pointing out that you know it is a bad movie and yeah, the, doing things like that just you know the mood that slime, home. yeah the whole mood slime thing didn't work and it was like it, and it was just the idea like okay we had let's stick with the slime because the slime was popular instead of sticking with right. any other aspect of it but it showed it showed a little bit of creativity to do something that bizarre it was, I liked it uh, you know and then comes, Beagle here you know, comes old Rose. Uh, I was like, oh, I still get my toes done. <laughs> we, I want a scene that takes place after the credits where um, Bill Paxton like, sees her throw it over. Right. And so the granddaughter comes out and finds Bill Paxton, like, like lifting her over his head, like Darth Vader throwing <laughs> like, over the railing. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? And then when she, she drops the face she makes when she drops it, like, oh. Yeah. Oh, are you the granddaughter me? sees it from the window, so he has to kill her, too. Uh, you know, the, the, the beginning of the film where her little bit of overacting comes into play in the beginning of the film where she's doing flashbacks and she puts her hands over her mouth and she goes, <laughs> yeah. it's just bad. Very, very bad. The first time we meet Rose, I don't think the, I, I don't, I don't think it's that special of a boat automatically stuck up rich bitch. <laughs> Yeah, it's only uh, the you know the, the the greatest achievement at that time. I, I I could see why Leonardo fell instantly in love with her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's getting to the shot where it's just every picture is of her. You know what? The popularity of Titanic. Here's me on a horse. 
the popularity of Titanic is a, is a stunning example of why we have such a high teenage pregnancy rate. There, there is a, a lack of logic and, and reality with our young female audience. And this is why they're getting knocked yeah. up at 17, because they're watching this and thinking this is, this is uh, you know, love. You know, Jim Bob, he, uh, he loves not, me. They're not old enough to realize that there is no such thing as love, and we all die sad and alone. <laughs> you know, I mean, which doesn't make for as fun of a movie, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's <laughs> quite all right. So, so I mean, but that's that's my major issue with Titanic. I think mm-hmm. all it, very good points. I, I I I think so too. Especially the blue filter. I totally agree with that. Oh, uh, fuck the blue filter, man. Hello, Miss Rose. Uh, will you be joining us for dinner? And she walks into the main concourse of the ballroom. Uh, and it's just it's just panning through. Hey, there's everybody. And you know what? I'm looking for uh, for Billy Zane. Yeah, nowhere to be found. But you I know who else so. is there? I'm going to an America! <laughs> Dude, and, and <laughs> they, they killed him just like something out of Super Mario. The giant pipe hits him. Right. Whap! <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario. I'm surprised the last thing he he didn't scream, "Mamma Mia!" <laughs> before that hit him. <laughs> now, uh, if, call the body. How come the Swedes weren't talking like "hurdy bitty hurdy If he's talking such, that the Swedish chef should have been like running alongside him the way he was acting. But Jack, I'm Italian. <laughs> you should have had sp- like been swinging like handfuls of spaghetti as he oh. ran down the hallway. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) they even had jack in plain clothes at the end they didn't even have him in the tux that he died in they couldn't even put him in 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 a goddamn tux well no no because this is how they met plain clothes jack well none of them were (laughs) they none of them were wearing life vests so a lot of which they keep calling life belts through the whole film life belts maybe that's what they were called then i don't know i, I don't I'm, care i'm not gonna it, argue it. it looks like a vest it's worn like a vest why would they call it a life belt that explains why there weren't enough life rafts on the boat if they were that stupid back then <laughs> if that's historically accurate then history's stupid history's dumb they're vests life belts life belts this thing you're putting over your shoulders and around your body we're gonna call it a belt <sighs> And Picasso will never catch on. Never ever. Yeah. Stupid flowers on water. Look at Billy Zane. The first first thing out of his mouth. I got. Uh, you know, God himself couldn't strike down this. Couldn't sink this boat. I tell you. <laughs> Why would you say that? Why would you say that unless you're setting yourself up for an ironic death? <laughs> There's the only reason to say something like that. Yeah. No. Right. I. I mean. And. I. I know it's expected in films, but what. If it's if it's one if, if it's number eighty four on the best films of all time, it wouldn't have that kind of line in it. True. Uh, I, I mean, that's and that's my major gripe with Titanic. It's not that it's bad, and not that it made so much money. It's bad, but that it's still regarded for some reason by film people, film historians, critics, whoever, as a great movie. It's not a great movie. Well, it's we- not. We've been through this. I know, but I'm saying that that's my major gripe with Titanic. I wouldn't hate it as a, it's not like Avatar. I hate Avatar because people actually liked it. That irritates me. Titanic, but, and I, I don't think Avatar is going to be listed as one of the greatest films of all time. I don't think it's going to make that 
impact because it's because it's no, a genre. I, I think enough people are are getting it now. Yeah, and it's a genre film too. Genre films aren't going to get that much attention, but this pseudo romance bullshit dramedy historical thing, it gets just because it's historical is getting this kind of acclaim where they're they're listing it on a, a, right. it's in the top hundred best films of all time by the American it's American Film Institute give you like Americans know anything about fucking film. Let's you know. Let's see what yeah. the British Film Institute has to say. I'll take their word on it. I guarantee it's not as high on their list, but it's regarded as a great film, and it's not. This is not a great film by anybody's standards, unless you're. I guess unless you're a film buff. Maybe. Yeah. Obviously, we're not. Maybe a film. you know when when it came out and you were you know twelve when you saw it. It's one of those films where they they may know that it's not so good, but they forgive it because it's a childhood film. Right. Then, but then, ten years later, you don't list it on your top ten hundred films of all time. True. I, I don't really. No, you know what? I think society as a whole is is a little uh, stupid. Oh, okay. I, I'll go with a little stupid. That's that's less harsh. I I no, I do. It, I just made a, a post just the other day about how. I've been going to a lot of forums and, and sites lately for whatever, various things, say uh, technology, uh, video games, whatever, mm-hmm. sports. The amount of misspellings, punctuation, uh, run-on sentences is staggering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One person even came out and said they typed a whole paragraph or two just about their thoughts of whatever, we'll say something in the networking world. And at the end of it, they actually had the gall to say, sorry about any of the misspellings, I just don't have time. Now, to me, to me, that points out one of two things. One, one they're, not, they're not using Google Chrome because it's got a built-in spell check. One, that they possibly do know how to spell a lot of these words, but they're too fucking lazy to just proofread. Right. Or two, the more likely reason that they can't fucking spell, that they didn't pay attention in school, that they had a hard time taking tests, and they didn't have time nor wanted to spell check it. Well, Joey... We live in a society, we live in a world, uh, well, not a world, because I think Europe is still way ahead of us. But anyway, we live in a society, mainly here in America, it's true, Uh, Europe is way ahead of us um that they've gone to the point of spell check everything i don't need to know how to spell that i'll spell check it uh, as a writer i, I do that so i don't like it. No, well, no i, mean, I think it's important well, to spell check because you know, there are things called typos but you know when you say i'm going there and you put t-h-e-i-r yeah instead of e-r-e it's like come on well, really do, do, because and then the like, then and the then. I mean, it's just Joey. come on. It's fucking remedial. You, you you need to realize that we're in a communication age now, where people that normally would never have to read or write on a daily basis do so now. And so, p- these people who ten years ago would never bother to write a letter hmm. or read a book or doing like that are now using the English language on a keyboard daily, and they just can't be bothered to learn it. Because yeah. they they never would have in the first place, so you, you have to expect that curve. I mean, you're you, you the technology's simple enough now where dumb people can use it as easily as smart people could have uh, thirty years ago. 
I, I don't know. I just, I, it's all. So, I mean, I, I now, just find, speaking of reading, speaking of reading, I'm going to cut you off. I just find that it's, it's a what's little our, too often. No, no, I agree. I'm not arguing at all. What time is it? How much, what's our time on here? It's 10:43. We're uh, minus the 15 minutes that we wasted to try and set everything up. We're realistically probably about an hour and 45, 50 minutes. Well, then I want to take some time to do. Uh, the terrible game. You should have I, told me. I have music for that. Oh, you need to set that up. Yeah. All right. So let me sum up that on Titanic while you're doing that. Right. Uh, if you like Titanic, um, you're you're uh, wrong. Um, if you're a female listening to the show, uh, it was nice to have you as a listener. I'm I'm sorry that you're going to leave now. I apologize. Uh, that we you know it, it has nothing to do with you. It's just the way that Hollywood and the entertainment industry as a to- as a whole has perverted what should be um, uh, a representation of, of women in society and have turned it into uh, this tripe. And if you bought into it, it's not totally your fault. But I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. And, and af- you know, after seeing t- the Twilight movies and then I have to go back and watch this, uh, and now the Hunger Games isn't going to count because they're too young for it to be really kind of lovey-dovey. But... These these movies aren't good for you. Uh, don't 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 do it. Don't don't fall into that. If you're gonna get romance from films, get it from stuff like Amelie. At least that's kind of cute and romantic. Uh, yeah. Hey, I, defending I, I, your I, life. My old. That's my go-to romantic comedy. I don't know why. It just maybe. Okay. It. I. It's my favorite. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm fascinated with. The, the the possibility of that would be somewhere I would like to go there when I die, I get to review my life, and if I did a good job, I get to pass. If not, I get to go try it again. Well, I yeah. think that's a cool idea. It is, but you know, but there's no afterlife, so that kind of like shut up. Why you gotta ruin it? I'm sorry. That was just me. <laughs> I don't like thinking of things like that. I apologize. I don't. I don't mean to be so. Uh, that's why I like uh, the invention of lying. When yeah. Nicky Gervais tells his mother, she's like, oh, it's just the infinite death and blackness of nothingness. And he's like, no, that's not what happens at all. I, I remember oh, when you get a mansion and a car and all this stuff and you get to see your old loved ones. And she's like, oh, shit, no one can lie. So you're telling the truth. This is awesome. I remember when you made, when you told me to watch the film, you said, Scott, I'm, no, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I have to tell you one part so you know what kind of movie it is. <laughs> There's a part in the film where the headline comes up on the, on the TV and the spinning paper with the headline, and the headline is, God gives AIDS to babies. <laughs> Man <laughs> in the sky gives uh, still giving uh, babies AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is my movie. <laughs> I have to see this. <laughs> I got to see my eye. It's no good. Uh, uh, are we queued up, sir? We are set up. Are you ready? Yes. Now, um, I'm hoping for our video show to have a video intro eventually. You and said I'll be, you were oh. ready. I started the music and everything. I didn't mean ready, ready. <laughs> Should I just go ahead? See, can I get a countdown at least? Or just got to let me know when you're ready for the music. All right. Well, I'm just trying to explain to our listening and viewing audience that uh, once we – I eventually do plan on having a video intro to this, and I, I do plan on getting my smoking jacket. I'm not prepared for it, so I'm just wearing my black movie sarcastic <laughs> T-shirt. Uh, but I will be doing this very formal from now on. Uh, and this is uh, this is movie sarcastic masterpiece M- – Master McMovie sarcastic PC theater. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, and we read from the terrible game. 
I'll be starting off where I think we left off a couple months ago. Jonathan felt his face... <laughs> Jonathan felt his face grow warm. Anyone who didn't ask questions about a situation like this, Dad, would have to be just plain crazy. His father chuckled. I hope sometime I can tell you exactly how this is all about. How much, Jonathan, you are helping with something really important. Jonathan looked down at his saddle. His curiosity was eating him up, consuming him. He'd been able to think of nothing else for two days. He knew now he must find out what they were doing, why they were doing this. He looked up at his father. I know one thing, he said. With our Asiatic wrestling and lacquered leather armor and steppies ponies, it's got to do with the Mongols. The Mongols are now inside Russia, so it's got to, to do with the USSR. Jonathan searched his father's expression. He thought he saw an appreciative gleam in the humorous blue eyes, but couldn't be sure. You guess all you want, Jonathan, but you don't let your guesses go beyond the two of us. It's important we don't have anybody else guessing what we are doing, he paused. I can tell you this, though. It is something really important to the peace of the world. His change of expression dismissed the subject. Make a note on your calendar, Jonathan. Two weeks from tonight, we're expected to, for a black tie dinner at the Russian embassy. Their, their ambassador is rolling out the red carpet for Russia's number one parachute general. Parachute general? What's a, um, who is coming to the U.S. on a visit. Official Washington will be... Official Washington will be there en masse, that doesn't make sense, to try to demonstrate our desire for friendly relationships and world peace. General Bellick is not only their top expert on parachute warfare. <laughs> parachute warfare? Pa that's what I said. I'm assuming uh, just people uh, with weapons jumping out of planes with parachutes? Uh, they might be using the parachutes to fight. I'm, I'm reading quiet. He is also their greatest athlete. You remember he... You remember he won the decathlon and several other events in the last Olympics. Ha ah, ha ha, finally. Jonathan was delighted. Everyone had heard of General Bellick, the most versatile athlete the Olympics had produced since Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe. They Jim rode Thorpe. over the hill at the fair. That's <laughs> obviously why the film picked Jim, uh, the gymnastics and... Uh... Olympics. Well, we finally have something in common with the first of the film. Yes. Uh, but you're interrupting me again. They rode over the hill at the far end of the pasture, and Jonathan saw a big wooden tee made of four by fours. It was Sorry. <laughs> it was about 12 feet high and looked like a gallows. From each end of the horizontal piece hung a cord with a ring knotted to its end. The ring hung down to about the height of his shoulder as he sat on his horse. Two thin lances about 13 feet long were leaning against the crossbar with their butt ends on the grass. Jonathan's father picked one up with a, and without dismounting and hefted it until he found its center of gravity, a bit from this, a bit front of center. Jonathan noticed that the foot-long steel point was flush with the hickory shaft with no barb or projection of any kind. We're going to spend about 20 minutes learning how to spear these hanging rings as we ride by, Jonathan picked up the other lance and hefted it the way his father had their you lance. read good. I'm not reading good. Shut up. <laughs> it's a lot harder than it looks, his father said, because the up and down motion of the horse. To spear the ring, you've got to eliminate that by standing up in the stirrups and flexing your knees to keep your body level while the horse rises and falls under you. You'll just have to try to walk it at first. Jonathan measured the rings with his eyes. They weren't more than an inch and a half in diameter just barely big enough for the lance to go through. Looked impossible. I've got a page and two pages to go, but I don't think I can make it. So <laughs> we're going to stop right there. 
Alright, put a little tick mark or something. Yeah, now, now yeah. Our, <laughs> coming up next episode, you stay here, Jonathan. This is how you'll be doing it in a few days. <laughs> That's it. And that was uh, the terrible game, which was eventually turned into the blockbuster smash hit, Jimkata. You were uh, wrong on everything except Jimkata. Uh, we're on page 14, by the way. Of a, what, 250-page book? No, no, 143. This is back when they did... 143, oh, okay. It's like a novella? Well, this is back when books were that readable. It was, you know, they didn't... You know, it wasn't like everything had to be 500 pages long. Thank God. You know, well, thank God. I mean, look at the cover. You don't want 500 pages of that. (laughs) I don't want 143 pages of that, but we're going to get through it. We're going to do it. Yes. If we stuck to it, we might be on page 19 by now. Yeah, that's true. But, but we're, we're back on the case. We're back on the case. Oh, so, Lord, so, Lord. So do you want to do King Kong next week, or do you want to do... Uh, we've done Avatar to death. We can't do that anymore. No, we're not going to do that again. Um, uh, I say King Kong unless we can think of something better well, during the week. Other nominations of mine are going to be Star Wars. Okay. I do want to kind of pick apart. And we can do either the first series or the second series. I think the second series is too easy. Why? It's, it's fun to talk. It, it's still it, no. It, it is fun to talk about. But still, and there's still bad movies that are hailed as like you know, great films. No, they're not. Even, they're really not. Well, yeah. If, go go. Just go to just go to IMDb. Type in Star Wars and look at the user rating. Type in uh, Phantom Menace. Look at the user rating. And do the same thing yeah. with each of the next two films and each of the next two uh, prequels. It's You're the right. original Star Wars. People know. They're not good, but then there are people that just won't, they don't buy into that. They, they, they just swear by how good they are. Yeah, you're, but, there's more of a backlash to, to saying that the first Star Wars was crap. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. I'll give you that. People will admit, yeah, for the time, the special effects <laughs> were, you know, above average and this and this and that. And for what it's worth, yeah, I know it's not the greatest film, but it's iconic. I grew up with it. It's, I'm not going to let you have that one. You're not going to have it. Now, Phantom Menace, on the other hand, what a pile of steaming shit that was. And right. even the people to this day, Kevin Smith included, who just fucking Fuck just him. licks Fuck the taint him. of Lucas any chance he gets when it Fuck. comes to Star Wars. God, fuck him. Said that, no, I liked it. It was a good movie. Oh, it's like oh, I can't. That whiny fucking Because bitch. Lucas doesn't sue Smith when he does Star Wars shit in his movies, so he wants to keep that uh, friendship uh, where it is. Can't think of I can't I can't think of a better example of somebody who who with a an average amount of talent got a chance to write his own check in the industry and not only fucked it up but made enough enemies along the way that he pretty much has to pretend he's retiring at this point and instead of admitting that he just can't fucking do the job. Right. And I, I really can't think of anybody that I used to idolize in my early days back when I was going to film school and who I now hate more than Kevin Smith. He, he really do you hate perfect... Cameron less than Kevin Smith? I never idolized him that much. I mean, I, I, it, no. Because I, I, Cameron's still, I mean, for what it's worth, Cameron's still making ass loads of money. Yeah. Cameron's still good at his job. I may not like the job he's doing anymore, but he's still good at it. Kevin okay. Smith not only stopped being good at his job because he didn't evolve as an artist or as a as a tra- tra- craft as a tradesman even, but he spends all of his time pretending to be humble 
and self-effacing while at the same time bitching and whining and criticizing anybody that even you know criticizes his work and then goes on to to like rebel against his fans because he uh, devoted himself to them and then they turned on him when they realized he was making shit and he can't, he's so schizophrenic now you know with that whole thing with Red State, he he had that whole meeting where he was going to auction it off, and it was going to be his last film. And then, like at the thing, he said, "Oh, I'm not auctioning it off. That was just a a stunt or whatever." So, you, like, you can't get attention. And he's a, he's a one trick pony, and and he's a one trick pony that can't even do a good job at being a one trick pony. Okay, but I mean, uh, anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. Let me sum that up. Fuck Kevin Smith. <laughs> um, but do we uh, but are we, we done? Do we want to go ahead and end the show? Well, we, we have to decide on a film for next episode. We can do King Kong. We can do King Kong. I would also, like, do... I would also like for our listeners uh, to recommend any films they think we should be covering on the idea of big-budget Hollywood films that are respected by the community as a whole but are really crap. Does Van Helsing fall into this list? No, because that's not a respected movie. That's a budget film that was shit, but it's not a respected film. It's not it unlike... Didn't make a, it didn't make a lot of money, though. <laughs> But it's not a. Re- we're going beyond made a lot of money. Like this we're, is, we're going with, you know, Avatar was praised by a lot of people. Titanic was praised. King Kong was praised. These are films praised. that were praised. That that even though you look back now and we can tear them apart, even to this day they're still held up as being exceptional films. Okay. Okay. I mean, and I'm sure someone would say, "Oh yeah, I do Lord of the Rings." Lord of the Rings were actually good movies. Oh yeah. So, no, I, yeah, so we're we're looking for that kind of, that scope of a film, but that was bad. So why don't we say King Kong? We're gonna say King Kong. And if we decide on a better one, we'll update everybody on the fa- on our Facebook page. No, 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 no. We'll do King Kong, but we'll come up with more as we go and, and we'll ask our, our listening audience to please uh go to moviesucktastic.com or go to the Facebook moviesucktastic fan page and recommend what films you think are uh, held up yeah. as classic, classic great movies, but really don't deserve it. Someone may say Citizen Kane, you know, which they, they might have a bit of a point. You know, I, 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 could, I could definitely point out weaknesses in that, but we'll see what they have. Maybe we're overlooking something right now. Maybe. You know, I, I think Top Gun might be on that list. I, Forrest Gump's definitely got to be on that list. Got to be on the list. You know. It's a $300 million film goes all the way to win Best Picture, and I could break down <clears throat> Forrest Gump very easily. Oh, just because I have not hatred for it, I just hate the fact that it bested a film like Pulp Fiction over a gimmick. I, I need to point out just to, to finalize my point on Titanic and why I'm right mm-hmm. about my criticisms. A uh, perfect example is that it was the first film since I think the '50s that won for Best Picture, but didn't even get nominated for Best Screenplay. Was yeah, the, I think I, I think it was nominated for I think twelve, and it won eleven of them. And and screenplay was not one of the nominations. One of the best pictures ever made, top right. one hundred films ever made. Screenplay wasn't good enough for an Oscar nom. What won screenplay that year? No idea. No idea. Ninety-seven. Yeah, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Mm. Fargo. No, that was ninety-six. That was a, di- a whole different thing. English Patient won over Fargo. Okay. You know, it's. Yeah, there is no God. Anyway. Anyway, uh, thank you do, for coming to Movie Sucktastic. Let's go ahead and end the show. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's put a fucking fork in this. Yeah. Um, uh, you can listen to Movie Sucktastic on iTunes. Podcast, iTunes. 
podcast pickle uh, pickle pop pop pickle um i'll be taking over okay uh, <laughs> uh please visit itunes and listen to our show there please give us reviews we could use them we've got some out there now and the more the merrier the more reviews we get there the more people will listen to our show uh, you can download the show from our website at moviesucktastic.com, moviesucktastic.net, badmovieday.com. Any one of those will work. Or you can stream it directly from our site as well. You can stream it from Stitcher, which is a real cool application for your smartphones. And they're starting to put them in BMWs now and many other uh, uh, brands of vehicle like Ford and I think Chrysler just grabbed them. Uh, you can also go to our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash moviesucktastic and become a f uh, like the page and you get everything that we talk about from there. We update regularly. Um, <laughs> we do. I know. Why are you laughing at that? We I do. I'm not laughing at that. You're a liar. Uh, and uh, probably the most forgotten thing that we have is our lunch.com. Uh, site. Yeah, and that's partly my fault. I keep losing track of that. But that's uh, okay. I mean, we have fans on that site. They write re movie reviews. Right. Um, but yeah, you can go to lunch.com and you can write your own bad movie reviews. And uh, if we like it, we'll read it on the show. We haven't done it yet, but you never know. You never, never know. Also, I like to mention, uh, hopefully by next week, uh, if you tune in, I'm hoping to have a contest to give away a free copy of the upcoming Uncle John's Flush Fiction. I say upcoming. It might even be out now. It's right. coming out this month. Uh, I have a short story printed in that, and I'm working with the publisher to uh, release a free copy to a lucky listener. So uh, if you listen in, I will give you details next episode on how you could win in a free copy uh, of Uncle John's Flush Fiction featuring work by yours truly, S. Michael Wilson. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I think that's it with the plugs. Okay. Oh, shit. I said I was going to read something from the Facebook but you never uh, did. It was praise for Titanic saying, you know, I, I enjoyed the film. Off the top of my head, it was, uh, 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 I'll just, it was her name. I'll only give her first name. She said she enjoyed the film and the 3D didn't look like it was that out of place. But the fact that you said that it didn't look like it was that out of place go, just goes to show that it is out of place. Yeah. So... So you're and wrong. Then, uh, wrong. Jack also film. mentioned that he went to go see it, and he said he, he he enjoys it so much he even has a movie poster on his wall, and that I think just makes him stupid. I'd but, say gay, but that'd be wrong. Gay? Yeah. I, I, that's wrong. Though, I won't say that. <laughs> no, he, he he'd admit it. I think. I, I I think I would respect like like uh um um a high school high school musical poster than uh, Titanic. Oh, really? I think it'd be less gay. I think Glee, a Glee poster would be less gay than a Titanic poster. <laughs> oh, man. Well, he is a fan of the page. We'll have to let him know that. Okay. <laughs> and it was nice having you as a fan, too. Thank you. That's right. Yeah, no more. Um, is there anybody else I can offend before we leave tonight? <laughs> just don't hire... Children. A, you can try to offend children. Just don't hire one of those Jew lawyers. Oh! <laughs> I need to... <laughs> I, that we're gonna play that clip on the next show because that that caught me so off guard. I mean, it's not a it's not like a really off line, but the film doesn't. It's just it just seems the weird. The film doesn't really come off that way till you hear the line. Oh, dude, there's even a point after there's even a point in that when uh, 
when uh, James Gardner's on the run with a tank, he fills up his fuel at this little farm in the middle of nowhere. The next day, the sheriff's there with media, and he's saying, I can't do anything to this man, but of course I don't have to, because I know people in um, people in uh, that are watching this who are upset with him for doing this will visit him, probably visit him tonight, and do horrible things to him and his household. He pretty much, on, on the media, called for a lynch mob to kill the guy. <laughs> this is how evil the guy is. <laughs> it was he was that evil. I was like, what? It's wow. And they don't shoot him at the end. That's just that weird. Uh. <laughs> tank, everybody. Tank. Nineteen eighty four. I'm gonna James. revisit that. You gotta. And I'm gonna I'm revisit. Definitely gonna revisit it. I'm gonna revisit Harry's War. I'd love to do like a double feature of those. Just review those real quick. I, I can't promise I'll do it this week, but I I, I write I write. As a matter of fact, I'll write it down now and. There you go. All right. Uh-huh. If it's written down, I'll do it at some point. Right. And so you, you've you been listening to Movie Sucktastic, the, the movie podcast that will not quit, even though uh, techn- technology continues to try to sabotage us at every turn. That's right. Yes. You can't keep us down because uh, our love for bad films is almost as great as our hatred of them. That's right. And and that is why we're very unhappy people. <laughs> for the most part. Yes. <laughs> very angry, uh. bitter, lonely people. All right, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Yes, yes, we will. Uh, and, and my words of wisdom are, are knock the bitch off the door, save yourself. Um, words to live by, at least, you know. Sure. Or not freeze to death by, at least. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.